G'day and welcome to On The Esky, an Aussie sports podcast where we like to wrap up the week or few weeks in this case uh, that were in sport. Today's show unofficially brought to you by Capital Brewing <laughs> Co. Nice, uh, cool, refreshing ales uh, from That's the it. nation's capital. We've got a plethora left over from your wedding. Yeah, so might be sponsoring the next... <clears throat> Two months worth of podcasts. That's right. We'll try to get through a few <laughs> this afternoon. Uh, this week's show where the World Cup finished a couple of weeks ago. So time flies, but Argentina are the champions of the world. We will brush quickly on that. Does Messi cement himself as the GOAT? Plus the EPL is back as well as the other big European leagues. Cricket, we rule. South Africa stink. Um, <laughs> we were, the last time we, we kind of potted um, – we were thinking, well, geez, it's going to be a closely fought summer. Uh, the number one and number two test teams in the world doing battle. Mm-hmm. South Africa uh, had won on their last three series down here, but a very different story this summer. We're currently watching what's likely to be a draw at day five there in Sydney. Uh, plus, we'll briefly touch on the other cricket uh, matchups around the world. Plus, the final week of the NFL regular season. The Chiefs have clinched the first seed in the AFC. Jags clinched the AFC South. NBA starting to heat up. All-star voting uh, and all-star game upcoming. Plus a final round with a bit of fight news, PGA and tennis. We have timestamps. You can skip to the sports that you like if you're a complete nuffy list of the whole damn thing. Check us out on the socials and you can use the promo code ESKY for 20% off at Carlton Draft. D-R-A-F-T for some of their merch. 2023 is here. The Esky is back. How was your break, Shauno? We like to start off by shouting a beer. How was your break and who who will you be shouting a beer? Uh, good. It was a good break, as always, uh, to get away, spend some time with family. Uh, and I think it was probably worthwhile for a lot of people because um, our shadow beers, uh, uh, well, especially for myself and James, uh, and I guess the start of 2023 hasn't been real great. No. Um, Mine, uh, Franco Harris was probably the first one. He passed away just before Christmas, um, just before they were going to retire his jersey as well mm. um, uh, in Pittsburgh. So a uh, Hall of Famer um, there. Uh, Peyton Hillis uh, currently in um, intensive care after trying to save his children from drowning. Yeah, horrible story um, in that one. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And then the main one I wanted to do, of course, was Ronnie Hillman who mm. was – uh, the Denver Broncos leading Russia in 2015, the year they won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He passed away after having liver cancer um, at the age of 31. So, so young. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, a bit of a rough start and a bit of, um, uh, you know, a bit of sadness, of course, mm. to, to kick mm. off their esky, but a, a lot of great sporting legends there yeah. um, in their own right. And, of course, coming off, a, you know, a great gathering of family members and family, friends and family, mm. uh, it was probably worth mentioning and remembering uh, some of these legends out there. Um, doing what they did. Franco Harris, for those unaware, uh, an NFL legend uh, mm-hmm. running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He passed uh, just before Christmas at the age of 72. Uh, one of the most famous plays in NFL history, Correct. the Immaculate uh, Reception mm-hmm. uh, play on the Immaculate yep. Conception, you know, <laughs> Jesus, etc. Yeah, yeah. pregnant, Pink- pregnant off the toilet seat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> don't had, Allegedly. I, well, I don't know if they had toilet seats in those days. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I digress. Um, yeah, an absolute legend of the game uh, and, uh, and a Hall of Famer and Pittsburgh fans around the world will, will miss him and, and Ronnie Hillman uh, way too young. Mm-hmm. So um, for you as a Denver Broncos fan, you know, yes. those those fond memories of, of Hillman mm-hmm. um, tearing it up in, in that year and, and the few years around that, um, he'll be sorely missed. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And if we'll get to, you know, they're all NFL guys, we'll get to um, Hamlin a little bit. 
yeah, um, a, a crazy week in the in the, in the NFL. Big time, big time. Um, but it seems like he's okay. So so we'll we'll get to that now when we when we chat NFL. Monks, another sort of uh, passing, you know, an homage, uh, a, a beer in the honour of who? Yep. Uh, yeah, so for me this week uh, it's going to be Ken Block. Um, so unfortunately he passed away um, in a snowmobile accident uh, early on in the week. Um, it upended and fell on top of him. Yeah, crushed um, him. Yeah, so um, in his own right um, – Probably racing legend, not so much due to his accolade in terms of winning races, but well, just extreme extreme motorsports, extreme motorsports, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, co-founded DC Shoes. Yeah, um, I didn't know that. Hey, yeah, yeah. So, I think all around, just like sort of that extreme sports X game sort mm. of um, scene, I guess. Um, and then obviously built up his hooligan, hooligan, sorry, brand um, with his race car um, drifting and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. Some of those early. YouTube days of him drifting around cities and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, created um, a huge brand. Mm. Yeah, no, the last definitely. Decade. Definitely, yeah. So, um, yeah, shouting him a beer or his family yeah, a beer. And the memory. Um, just, yeah, thank you of all of them during this tough time. Absolute massive name in the world of action sports. I was surprised. Mm. I didn't know that he, he founded DC Shoes. I think uh, – most uh, Aussie kids can sort of remember to the back to the skate phases <laughs> of, uh, of the mid noughties you know, Tony Hawk doing a little bit, Pro Skater 2 kind of shit, uh, running it. around in, in the skate shoes, uh, you know, for your yeah, Muffy yeah. Day, your, <laughs> your, your uniform free days, uh, or if you're lucky enough to go to a public school, uh, just, just wearing them every day, I suppose. Exactly, yeah. uh, but Vale can block. Yeah. Um, uh, sorry, also just one more point on this, just using old Wikipedia as a source of truth. Um, in September, he had signed a deal with Audi to uh, a joint project on the field of electric mobility. So yep. um, as much an innovator in the motorsport as anything else as well, just trying to take that technology to the next level as well. So, yeah, yep. um, yeah we'll be very sorely missed. Fail, Ken Block. I'm going to try to lift the morale a little bit, I suppose. Uh, 71-year-old Prabod Malhotra, he walked from the MCG to the SCG to raise money, I believe uh, well over $50,000 for the Jane McGrath Foundation. Mm -hmm. Took him 52 days, if you don't mind. I think Ned Brockman <laughs> ran across Australia in, in less time, which is which is pretty <laughs> crazy when you think about uh, the year that Ned had. And then yeah. Paul Prabod and the weather in Sydney we'll, we'll discuss in just a minute. He walked all that way to go to Jay McGrath Day and it got fucking washed out. But <laughs> you can't control the weather. He did a good thing, uh, nearly yeah. two months of, of walking up the Hume Highway. So well done to you, Mr Malhotra. Have you got a – yeah um, – a current update on, an update on money raised oh, for Jay McGrath. Uh, well, Jay McGrath was in the million. Was yeah, it in was the millions. Three point five yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Schumann's probably pushing four by now, but yeah, they've done an excellent job by all accounts. And Mr. Malhotra was McGrath fifty grand when that article uh, got printed, which was about five days ago. So that may mm. may well be sort of pushing a hundred thousand. Mop of the week, uh, we, we also like to talk about a, a silly thing that's happened in the week or the few weeks uh, since our last podcast. Uh, and, and this week, an interesting uh, story out of uh, the, the, <laughs> the African Football Confederation and the Cameroonian players uh, building on IM12 <laughs> from, uh, from a few weeks ago. Turns out their whole under-17s team essentially is not under-17. 32 <laughs> In 32 fact, 32 incredible. of them fail age testing uh, and it's interesting how they do this. They do an MRI of the wrist and it can show within 99% probability uh, what your age is and uh, it turns out none of these fucking guys are under <laughs> 17. <laughs> 
moment. So after that young bloke uh, who who kitted out for uh, some middle school team and had tattoos and about eight kids uh, <laughs> graced the internet a few weeks ago and his moustache and, and the rest of it, uh, yeah. similar kind of story going on over there in Cameroon. Anything from that article that sort of stands out? Or It's 32. So the really. whole, that's yeah. the whole squad. Yes, pretty much the whole squad. Uh, apparently it's fairly systemic for Cameroonian football mm. as well. Yeah. It happened back in 2017. They had 14 players mm-hmm. um, fail, the, fail the test for the under-17 side. Um, yeah, so it's just it's something that's just been happening. Apparently uh, Guinea yeah. um, got disqualified mm-hmm. uh, back in 2019 after two of their players – Two. Um, yeah, so. That's, be- that's be- <laughs> scratching the surface of cheating. That's it. I suppose it might depend on the, the varying of age. Maybe all these guys like 19, 20 and they fit in whereas the, the Guinea team might have had like some 25-year-old yeah. players. <laughs> don't know, but yeah. Um, I don't know, apparently, yeah, just real systemic sort of thing. Systemic happening. cheating. Um, Watch that Icarus yeah. uh, during the week. Have you guys seen that on Netflix? Russian um, doping, s- yeah, do- state-sponsored doping. Mm-hmm. Uh, won an yeah. Academy Award. Brian Fogel is the director. Very, very interesting watch. Seems like the same thing going over there in Cameroon in terms of state-sponsored cheating. Yeah. All That's right, boys. Me. All right. Give Just us a po- podcast proper. Yeah, give us a. No, no! no! It's the wrong one. Wait. He had one job. Yeah, yeah. It, there we go. We're, <laughs> we're out of order, so we'll, we'll let that one. We'll let that one slide. Uh, but the World Cup it did finish nearly three weeks ago, but we haven't had a podcast since then. So I think we will just sort of wrap Quick up. Chat. Wrap up the World Cup. Obviously, Argentina uh, winning winning it on penalties. How about that FIFA simulation? Eh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've, what did we work it out? It was the last. Was this one five? I think four. four. I think four now with this one. 2010, 2014, four, right? 18, 22. Yeah. So FIFA is better at predicting things than the bookies are mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, life is a simulation, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And I guess what a World Cup, um, probably the best final I think I've I've seen. Yeah, I'd, I'd moment, agree, so, yeah, I'd agree. Uh, just, you know, theatre of it, getting the lead, uh, Mbappe, yeah, yeah. you know, bringing them back, carrying them the hat trick, yeah, yeah. um, going to pens <laughs> as uh, Jimmy uh, correctly yeah, kind pick, of. Did you uh, pick this? Did you yeah. say Argentina on, on pens? pens? Yes, he did. Argentina on pens, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know. Maybe put your fucking kitchen shed on it. <laughs> I wish I had. <laughs> I wish I had a kitchen shed. <laughs> a kitchen sink even. Kitchen sink. <laughs> kitchen shed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shed that shed. builds kitchens maybe? Yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> Depends on how rich you are, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is our second kitchen. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck's it in the shed? <laughs> <laughs> the kitchen shed. Kitchen uh, sink. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. Probably the best World Cup final, um, mm. ostensibly. Uh, obviously, we're not old enough to remember anything sort of pre-1998, but um, yes. definitely the, the best in recent memory, other when Italy won in 06 and yeah, yeah, yeah. Zidane headbutt, etc. <laughs> yes. um, Messi, he scored twice, uh, 23rd minute pen and in um, extra time as well. Uh, Argentina were all over him in the first half. Angel mm-hmm. Di Maria mm-hmm. slotting one home after 36. And then this, the second half was the Kylian Mbappe show. Uh, we're sort of at the end now, the twilight of the Ronaldo Messi era. We're going to talk about them in a second. Uh, it's definitely the, the time of Kylian Mbappe now. He won the golden boot mm-hmm. and so for most goals in the tournament. I think – can you see how many World Cup goals he has? He's like only a few behind Miroslav Klose who played – Five World Cups and has the record for, for World Cup goals. So Mbappe's 23 and has played two. So 
uh, if I was a betting man and I am, uh, I, I would I would think that Mbappe holds that record for most World Cup goals uh, come the end of his career or come the next World Cup. Yeah, if if he maintains the form and the work that he's been putting in now for you know the next. 15 years, like, yeah, easy. Well, he could become the GOAT of World Cup. He could become the GOAT Goats. of soccer. Yeah. Uh, but I think he's going to get that that World Cup record uh, handedly. Yeah. He's he's just a step quicker than everyone else as well. It's it's very unusual to watch, a you know, the world game and it being played at this level and guys like Mbappe and Messi just mm. being that head and shoulders above anyone else on the pitch. It's, yeah. uh, it's, it's really – look, you feel privileged to be able to even be – witness to it you know i think it'll be one of those ones where we're granddads you know sitting on the porch get off my damn lawn and <laughs> and talking about uh the, the times of, of killing mbappe and and uh, Lionel messi yeah well you know we talk about messi and ronaldo's their longevity it's mm. now yeah mbappe he's got all the talent he just yeah the, now it, the accolade he's got nearly all the accolades already yeah um yeah. it's just longevity and yeah he's uh, will probably go down as one of the greatest, if not the greatest, soccer player of all time. Like it's it's definitely in in his wheelhouse to be able to do. Um, and I guess maybe that ends up with a question uh, with that current current debate. Um, and I've definitely seen a lot of English fans kind of uh, change their tune and say, "Yeah, Messi is the goat." Um, after you know he's he's ticked off the last last accolade. Um, the difference between the two of them. Um, well, the big between, thing between yeah. Messi and Ronaldo is is that he's won a World Cup and Ronaldo hasn't. Yeah, Ronaldo did have that European Championship, and mm-hmm. and Messi didn't have that until in the last eighteen months. He's now won a Copa America yeah. and won the World yeah. Cup. Uh, look, that's definitely some notches on his belt. I think I said a few weeks ago. Look, you can always argue the point. Oh, yes. I don't think this settles anything, yes. but it definitely does go advantage Swings Messi. It. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the feeling straight off the World Cup was yeah, Messi's goat. Messi's goat. Um, I think you give it another couple of years when they both kind of retire and then you're looking at both res- resumes, we'll back into the debating um, argument. The uh, recency bias is massive, yeah, yeah, isn't exactly, it? You, yeah. you watch Ronaldo tear the shit out of people at Champions League level yeah. and, and his accolades, yeah. you know, through his Real Madrid career exactly, exactly. And, and just yeah. seeing the, the, the physical capabilities of him, you know, mm-hmm. obviously through the air and, mm-hmm. and the power that he he possesses probably superior to, to Messi's. Yep. But uh, mm-hmm. in terms of how good Messi was at this World Cup and how integral he was to Argentina, like Argentina, looking at them on paper, they shouldn't have been good enough to win this World Cup. You wouldn't, well, you wouldn't think. They're a good team. Yeah, I'd, I'd say um, if you're looking at paper, mm. France was always going to be the – France or Brazil. Were Brazil, the best yeah, teams. yeah. yeah. Um, even, even like on paper, Germany, Spain, yeah. like yeah. But you the gotta, Netherlands, yeah. like in terms of yeah. big, big club, you know. Mm. But I, I guess – and you look at that, um, Messi's played 26 uh, matches the most of anyone um, on that goal-scoring list they've got there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's – we are talking about the last Messi World Cup, so probably. Mm. Uh, I don't think he'll go around again um, for a fourth one because he'd be in his 40s. He'd be, he'd or be or 39, 40s. so I don't think he's ruled it out. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> but, but short this, term, you know. <laughs> yeah, but I think, you know, the yeah. feeling probably for Argentina was this is the last – if we're going to win a World Cup with now. Messi, it's, it's now. So yeah. maybe there's a bit of extra juice there which elevated their game and they play excellent throughout. Mm. Um, so James did bring up the list there. Messi with 13 goals is equal fourth. Um, Mbappe with 12, just one behind, is equal sixth with there with Pele. Um, so he's only going to get four to equal Miroslav closer, five to go past him, and he's 23. Yeah. You'd yeah. imagine that. One, well, look at these. One to equal well, Messi and two, three to equal Ronaldo currently. So. Yeah. yeah. And well, he's probably – Ronaldo of Brazil. He's definitely going to play in at least two more World Cups, probably three. Yeah. 
yeah, you'd think he uh, he chases down old Miroslav there. Just going back to that that Argentinian team on paper, n- no one for Argentina plays at Bayern Munich, mm-hmm. Barcelona, Real Madrid. Yeah, none of the big clubs. I think the, and like, and they've got guys at Juventus, Inter, a few yeah. United guys. You know, as a United fan, what does that mean anymore? Uh, <laughs> yeah. A few, a few at. They've been alright. They have been pretty good. Last, yeah, last we'll get to them in a sec. Um, <laughs> but, but like, not like star started throughout. Yeah, yeah. Say like Francis. Yeah. yeah. So again, sort of testament, I suppose, to to how good Messi is, and a lot of these younger Argentinian players probably mm. uh, this World Cup's done their their futures uh, are solid in terms of uh, you know. Get, Getting signed by the the per se um, bigger clubs. Yeah, yeah, agree, agree. I suppose that's it. Like without Messi, does this team win a World Cup? Fucking no, no chance. No. Nah. That, and that's why. Like when you look at him and and the way that he elevates his teammates. Well, how many and goals did he score in this World Cup? Six. Yeah, like I think he was second to Mbappe. Yeah, you, you take him. Maybe out. seven. I think half of them were pens. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. still, um, yeah. Can you chase? chase you got at least one hat trick. Uh, no, I don't think he. I don't think he got well, a hat trick. I think he had uh, m- multiple braces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was it was Mbappe one and Messi two, two yeah. in in terms of goal scorers. Yeah, obviously that gets skewed to the teams that make the, the yeah, final. finals, like yeah. games, etc. Yeah, but they just, just they just looked head and shoulders above the rest. Yeah. Uh, what do we think of, of the World Cup in general as a as a an event? It ran very smoothly, and, and shout out to the Qataris. Obviously, we'd spoken a lot. Sort of in the lead up around, you know, corruption and, well, uh, you know, for us welfare of, of the people building yeah, the stadiums. Well, I guess the thing yeah. for us as viewers, we only saw the in-stadium action. We didn't didn't get a lot to see what happens outside of it and anything else that's going on. So um, not to say that there was, you know, other things happening, other stories that, you know, of course doesn't get seen. Um, that Croatian fan went all right, hey? Yes, yes, she, she did okay. Um, if, if I want to know. Yeah, if only that one because um, she made a, a, a bet. Uh, yeah, what was, the, what was the thing? It was a uh, uh, fl- flash? Was yeah, that, yeah, yeah, she'd get a kid off if, uh, if they won but yeah. unfortunately not. Unfortunately. Uh, so, yeah, I think the actual the, – the, the, the football side of it, the actual games being played within the stadiums. Um, when, when, once I got into finals actually having, you know, full stadiums of real fans, mm. you, you know, that the, state of the final, especially with, you know, half Argentina, half France, like mm. they were uh, fully engrossed in that game. Um, I think that's kind of where they wanted it to be and it was a great spectacle. So yep. I think in the end from the actual sports side of it, it was really, really good. Yeah, I think mm. – you know, we spoke about the final being the best in in recent memory, if not ever. The whole tournament was was pretty cool. We had upsets in the group stages. You know, not everything went to script. The there was a lot of you know games that went to extra time and penalties throughout the knockout stage. Again, a few upsets. Um, the fact that you know the Aussies had probably their their best World Cup performance. Yep. Um, a few smokies, like yeah, yeah. Had, had everything. Mm. So yeah, I, I really for a really enjoyed it. it really enjoyed it. Yeah, he's definitely yeah. Let's talk about uh, Emiliano, Emiliano Martinez. Uh, uh, you know, we spoke uh, loftily of, of Lionel Messi, but uh, he he had a lot to do with Argentina winning the cup, and uh, he had, had had an unreal save um, in, in both the penalties and, and also at the death there. He, uh, he ended up getting a, a World Cup Copa del Mundo tattoo on the on the mm. shin that he made the save with, but he'll probably most famously be remembered for his lewd celebration <laughs> after winning the Golden Glove. Yeah. Uh, Making the uh, so long gay boys kind of um, <laughs> Mr. Chow um, yeah. uh, 
gesture, if, yeah. if, if you will. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's a little bit funny. I don't know how respectful that is to Qatari culture, but I thought it was hilarious uh, and has, has uh, really um, come up with a few of the great photos. And there was a, a mural, <laughs> were you saying, in Argentina? A big, mm-hmm. Someone's yeah, painted, painted, on painted that on a building? Yeah, I hope there's a speech bubble with, uh, in the Mr Chow voice. So long, gay boys. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, just uh, check it out on YouTube. Uh, quite funny uh, there, uh, you know, just just a lad winning the World Cup. Apparently he's done it with other trophies. Have you said that? Yeah, I think I've heard stories about it. I don't know what trophies. Um, mm. But, yeah, apparently this isn't his first time. Well, he's at Aston Villa, so I can't imagine he's <laughs> won that many trophies, I'm assuming, uh, with other clubs. Yeah, must have been. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking funny. Oh, Argentina. And uh, and was we spoke about the the mural in Argentina. How about the scenes in, yeah, in Buenos Aires? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we are ants, dude. Millions of millions of people yeah. lining the streets, climbing up those big obelisks. Yeah. Uh, well, they couldn't get the bus through, so they had to take the little boys off the bus and put them in pla- oh, on helicopters. You see, Messi well, yeah, too, too pissed to drive himself yeah. home as yeah. well. Like, he's <laughs> well he's even, try, even trying to get in the front gate. So like, good. So many people <laughs> at the front. So. Oh, that's so funny. Even even the goats like to celebrate a World Cup win yeah. with a with a few screwy screwy moy moys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I have to. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know if I sent it to you, boys. I saw a compilation of um of flashing in the streets yeah, yeah, of yeah. Uh, of Buenos Aires, and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. This is pretty cool. And then a few uh, abuelas, if you will, in in Spanish, uh, <laughs> the, the the grandmothers, uh, also thinking it being a moment, momentous occasion yeah. to uh to show <laughs> yeah. to show a little bit more than probably we would have liked to have seen. <laughs> Uh, but uh, a very, very funny video nonetheless. And look, back to not you got to go back to '86 with uh, with Maradona, and obviously now all these mm. comparisons between Messi and Maradona, and and uh, who you know who is the greatest Argentinian football player of all time, let alone the, the greatest footballer of all time. Um, so yeah, I think a few of those abuelas are probably channeling themselves back in 1986. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Funny, funny. Uh, Argentina as a yeah. whole, uh, I think um, Tagliafico and Otamendi quite good at the back. Uh, they're they're getting on a little bit. Um, you know, have both have both played at a few big clubs. Otamendi obviously at at, uh, at City for quite some time. Uh, that they were good. Uh, Alexis McAllister, who's at Brighton. You know the. Mm-hmm. The massive club that is Brighton. I thought he was pretty cool. He's an Argentinian. He's called McAllister. <laughs> He's third generation uh, from Scottish uh, immigrants. Uh, and Enzo Fernandez winning the young player of the tournament. He was very good. I think um, Julian Alvarez as well. He's 22-year-old. He's at Man City. We won't hold that against him. Uh, I think he'll be very, very good moving forward. Uh, he was probably um, pro, you know, maybe Mar- – maybe um, Martinez has something to say, but probably that their next best player after Messi in this one. Yep. Oh, Salt Bay. Yeah. How do you, how do you get there out there? He's sprinkling a little bit of bit of salt. Uh, yeah. Like, if, if this had been a couple of weeks ago, he would have been a decent mop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for trying for trying, I guess. We'll talk uh, he, about was, he was for and corruption and yeah, he was a paid actor. Stuff. Like he, he but he evaded security. Is what I was ah, reading. Okay. That's what really? I was reading. So yeah, I guess well, he's not even Argentinian. So he's Turkish. Turkish, yeah, I yeah. believe. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he was just there, just doing his promotion, just trying to get around the winners, and um, they wanted nothing yeah. to do with him. So. Oh yeah, some of that. Yeah, yeah. Messi quickly trying to get rid of him. Um, Depends yeah, what he's sprinkling. I think uh, <laughs> after a World Cup win, if he was sprinkling something else, maybe that true. But it was messy, not Maradona. So, (laughs) 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 very good for me. Yeah, Um, I think the big thing with this as well, though, the 
him actually getting his hands on the World Cup as well. So yeah, that's wild, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's actually in the rules and regulations of FIFA that only the players, the players and, and like and foreign coach. dignitaries, uh, like world players, leaders, yeah. can can touch it. Can touch it. And yeah, like I said, um, players and ex-players. So how he got onto the field, how he got his hands onto um, yeah the trophies, just yeah. If you have no idea who we're talking about, fair enough. Uh, but essentially, yeah. a, a Turkish chef. Uh, I think he owns places in New York, uh, and essentially, yeah. this is had some had pretty ter- uh, well, some pretty bad. Oh no, see his restaurant, I think, which was really big in Turkey. He's opened other ones in New York, New York, in the US, which have really struggled. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, he, he he kind of ranks in there probably with Liver King a little bit as you know Instagram kind of. Uh, personalities. At le- yeah, at least yeah. he didn't lie about doing, not, st- doing steroids <laughs> when yeah. you're obviously doing steroids the whole yeah. time. Well, yeah, is it actual it. salt? Primals. <laughs> is it real salt? Well, <laughs> yeah, what's the salt that is? Is it real, yeah. is it real steak? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> performance enhancing salt. It's just Also, it speaks volumes to how the human mind works in 2020 yeah. odd. I suppose he, he yeah. rose to prominence probably just before that. That's mm-hmm. sprinkling a little bit of salt. In a funny manner over a nice steak. Those steaks do look tasty. Look, I'm gonna, yeah. I will admit that. Can't go past a good tomahawk steak. Yeah. yeah. And I suppose he's pretty handy with the knives, but uh, that's that's how he became famous, old <laughs> Salt Bay. I think we've spent too long on this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> Messi, goat? We well, sort of alluded to it before. Alluded to it. We kind of said how he equaled and then passed Pelé um, as well in goals. And Pelé, another. Um, passed this week. Passed this week. Yes, yeah. another uh, massive sporting icon uh, leaves us. Age uh, 82, played 92 games for Brazil, 77 goals. How about 700 odd club games? And never played in Europe. I didn't know that about that about him. You know, these days uh, you wouldn't actually hear of a Brazilian that, that never went to go play in the big leagues in Europe. Uh, played played uh, heaps of games for Santos and uh, and then finished up with the New York Cosmos um, after that. Um, but I think he played like 600-odd games and had 600-odd goals for Santos. So just, <laughs> just scored at will. Um, and, yeah. and passed during the week. So, yeah, 2023, off to a bit of a, a sad start, I suppose, in, in passing of legends. Um, obviously, we can't really weigh in. We never saw Pelé. We've only seen highlights nice. of, of Maradona. Uh, and the, and the Messi Maradona comparison goes hand in hand. All all we can yeah. do really is go off Messi and Ronaldo and who we've seen in this modern era. Okay. And well, I, I think I think for for Pele, it was you know the beautiful game really essentially um, started with him mm. and a lot of the famous yeah. moves that you see a lot of guys do now were things that Pele would do on a regular kind of basis. Like kind of added that finesse and um, creativity into the the ball movement and the way he handled yeah. the ball. So. Um, yeah, he is a massive, massive legend. Um, back to your question. Uh, let's just finish off with Ronaldo uh, did sign his deal with uh, Saudi Arabia <laughs> of Al Nasser. He will get paid fuckloads of money. Um, to you break that down? <laughs> fuckloads of money into, what was Makes it, 350? Sad, we're numbers. Uh, AUD, so mm-hmm. 350 million per year, 26 per month, six per week, 36K per hour, $10 a second. 10 bucks a second. Ten dollars, ten dollars, ten dollars. Might be a bit quicker. Ten dollars, ten dollars, Mississippi, <laughs> Mississippi. Oh, well, at least you get paid fifty bucks for a um, go with your missus there. So, um, I don't know what that. Tra- 
Five seconds. So, anyway, 50 bucks. Five seconds. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> quick. Quick and over. I don't fast. last well in bed. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Sue me. Pepsi's <laughs> uh, <laughs> on that Ronaldo money. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best 50 bucks I ever spent. <laughs> uh, if you asked me today, uh, I'd pick Messi. If you asked me in two years' time, I'd probably debate it. Yeah, it's, well, that's, that's time, recency bias. Recency bias. Yeah, well, and what happens in the next talk two about years. Mbappe? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's that is true, and, that, and that's maybe a conversation for for twenty thirty two. God forbid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in, in, in two years' time, Messi could could go around again. He could win another Copa America. Well, like he's obviously still at the top of his game, whereas Ronaldo yeah. is coming off the bench and and obviously falling out of favour with. With his Portuguese teammates and, and yeah, his coach yeah. as well, and so he's, he's now playing a league where he's getting paid money, um, and it was all for cash. Yeah. Like you know, I I can't imagine what it's like to be offered that kind of money, so I probably can't even weigh in. Yeah, but the yeah. fact that he was in interviews last year saying that he wants his legacy and finish his career with dignity, and he's not going to go to these. It's interesting in that interview he said he's not going to the MLS, he's not going to Qatar or the Emirates. So he he did actually uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he came lie. through with that. He didn't lie. It was it's a yeah. bit iffy. Yeah. <laughs> it's still a bit iffy in terms of uh, legacy and dignity yeah. and the rest of it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you're getting 26 I mean, mil a match, like yeah. Jesus, can you say no to that? And I suppose no. your perspective changes. Like that was over 12 months ago. Everything that's happened at um, United since then yeah. probably has made him a little bit. Um, Disgruntled a little bit. Uh, Even on a family level, yeah. man, like losing a kid, like, oh, I, like yeah. I, that changes your your yeah, mentality. Yeah. If you want to say, "Yeah, fuck it," you know, I, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care anymore. Give me, give me the money. Yeah. I can't I can't put myself in his shoes for even on that plus the international scrut- scrutiny and the rest of it so mm. it's it's hard I suppose to but, to appreciate on that level. Yeah, final contract. His thing is three years. He plays out. The it's three two. Years. No, it's two. I think is it not? Can you chase out that contract? I thought it was – I think it's just for two years. But he's 30 Maybe it's an optional third. He's 37. So, but but so still you'd the same think, question. You'd think, you'd think yeah, it's, his, it's his last contract. And with that sort of money, he's just like, well, yeah, if I'm thinking about retiring. It's a, it's a shame for fans of international football. Yeah. Like, like so with, how many, how many with respect, Saudi Arabia, I don't – you know, you know, you haven't knocked us off yet for, for bagging, bagging you guys. But uh, <laughs> the last place – not the last place. There's several places that I wouldn't have liked him to end up. Tr- yeah. Again, in China, like he, that would have been obsolete. You know, you yeah. would have you saw Drogba and, and guys that go and finish their careers there, you know, and take the money. And again, you, you know, hats off for, for doing it. But uh, as a as a fan of international football and the pinnacle of that is is Europe, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you, you just kind of think, well, you know, I'm, I don't give a fuck about Saudi Arabian football, you know, no one does. Yeah, no, no one. Does. <laughs> That's why they this team had, I think, like five hundred k followers, and now they've got five mil. So yeah, like that, and that, yeah. and that just goes. Just to that, that's the reason. That's yeah, why they money, paid. money, exactly. They've paid for the league building aspect more than probably his uh, capability. Like they, they want to get eyeballs and the growth of the team. Saudi football. Yeah, Saudi football. So and mess, um, Ronaldo would do that and leaves and bounds. But I think for now, um, I was staying put, and I think. With that statement, you know, Messi's my current goat. Mm. Let's talk about it in a couple of years. Like you said, maybe that 2026 World Cup, uh, we're assuming Ronaldo won't go around because he'd be 41, whereas Messi, Messi will be 39. 39 so so it's not impossible. So though both of those guys could be gone. Big Pepe, and then, Big Pepe going around for Portugal at 39. Yeah, well, it could be Look the like M- Mbappe show is where I'm going. Mm. So, mm. yeah, you know, that, that could be where it ends up. But anyway. 
We will see. Actually, funny story about Christian Ronaldo. The guy that was playing in seven there wouldn't give it up, so they released yeah. him. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most Saudi thing ever. Yeah. Lucky you didn't get beheaded. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that out. Edit that out. <laughs> Ronaldo, sorry your jersey's a little bit bloody, but here you go. <laughs> Oh. Why has he got bullet holes in it? Oh, oh, we had to make sure. No, no, no. We, we love our Saudi yeah. brothers. Yeah. He, got, uh, he got paid out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a golden handshake, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smart like, for him. See you later. This, this jersey yeah, belongs to me. That's a payday. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Two-year deal? Three-year deal? Two, two and a half years. Sorry. Uh, uh, we're, uh, both yeah, right. yeah. we're both right. We're both right. Yeah, I think it was the end of – because they're halfway through three the season. season. So it's yeah. uh, this, the rest of this season and then the next two seasons. Interesting. There you go. For the Parramatta Eels uh, Saudi contingent. <laughs> Yellow and blue. Uh, do a quick EPL wrap-up. Yeah, so the, the the Premier League's back, as are all the big leagues in Europe. Can you uh, grab us a table, Jimmy? Yep. Yeah, yeah, if you, if you wouldn't mind. Um, Arsenal were mm-hmm. seven points clear. They're five points clear now, uh, given the, the games overnight. This little tidbit for you. No team has been seven points or more ahead come New Year's Day mm-hmm. and not won the league. Mm-hmm. So... That there's half a season, uh, a little bit over to, to go, so that bodes well for, for Gunners fans. Mm-hmm. Caveat, I suppose, in terms of games played, that there's probably less games played at this point of the season than there would have been in, in prior years, given that there's been a six-week World, six World Cup uh, right in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, who, who would have thought that the Gunners would be 14-2-1? Uh, Not after last year. Yeah, no, no. They've, they've, they've had some good signings. Martinelli and, and Odegaard have been unreal through, through the middle for them and uh, it's going to be interesting. Can City chase them down? My word, they can. Oh, mm-hmm. I think they definitely can. Uh, they currently sit five points behind. They they just got over Chelsea 1-0 uh, during the week, whereas uh, Arsenal had a little slip-up in terms of a nil or draw to Newcastle United mm-hmm. and that oil money's doing them some good, yes, isn't it? They're yes. sitting in third. Uh, equal. Not a heap of wins, but they're not losing. Well, they've uh, only lost once. They've yeah. only lost once. Uh, eight, eight draws for them. So. And United there uh, had a good win over Bournemouth during the week. Mm-hmm. They're sitting fourth, so... So uh, can you make that bigger, Jimmy? I was just wanted to see what uh, United's recent run of form was because I thought they were like well, seven and one since they changed coach. Yeah, under Ten Hag. I, actually, I, was, I saw some graphic uh, mm. and Ten Hag's first eight games or whatever, mm. his record is better than like Pep Guardiola. Um, like he, they had like heaps of heaps of big managers and yeah. his first eight games, uh, Klopp was one of them. Yeah. Um, so so in terms of starting his uh, his tenure there at United, he's done very well. Mm-hmm. So which way do you read it? Did they lose recently or they no? Won they, they've won four in a row and, and then got City next. So how yeah, big is that? That's a big game, and that's mm-hmm. next weekend. Yeah. So so the big Manchester derby there. Uh, Liverpool uh, lost to Brentford during the week. They've been a little bit unders. What's going on there? It can't just be the departure of Sadio Mane. Mm-hmm. Um, Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea tenth. Yucky, yuck, yuck, yucky. And speaking of yucky, Everton keep scrolling, brother. Keep yeah. scrolling to find them toffees. Uh, they are currently in the relegation zone. Hey, West Ham. They've well, they've never been. Oh, no, I don't know. If, I don't know if never, but it's been like seventy. I think we looked this up. It was 70, 70, like seventy-five years or something since they've been out of the top yeah. flight. So that would be massive if they were to drop at the end yeah. of the year. And did West Ham finish fifth last year? Yeah, I think they were fifth or sixth. Sixth, maybe. Sixth. Yeah. Now they played well. Seventeenth. Uh, very, very close. Uh, equal points there with Everton at the moment. So yeah, the, the Wanderers, Scott and Southampton. Wow. 
Nottingham Forest, safe. For now. For now. There's also from 13th, which is Leicester, to 20 there. If there's only five points separate them at the half, not even halfway mark yeah. of the season. So still a game, really. Still a bit, yeah, still a bit to go. Yeah, a lot to go. Should we talk some cricket along last? Hit that button. We've already played it once. Yeah. <laughs> Australia and South Africa, day five. This, this is going to be interesting. Uh, what have we got here left? An hour and a half? And we've got 19, 19.2 overs. So you'd think the draw is uh, is the most likely option here. But, uh, you know, two brings three, three brings four, et cetera, et cetera. The st- Ooh, yeah, Nathan nice Lyon was very unlucky uh, a couple overs ago. Had him plum. He's going to hit uh, middle stump for the Umpy didn't give him out because it turned for about two years, two feet because he landed away. And, and they, they didn't review? Yeah, no, they did review, but he um, was call on the, the pitching. So, yeah. Um, so they were a bit dirty on that, but uh, Hazelwood did the job um, an over or two ago to get their second wicket, uh, but still need another eight in the next 19 overs, looking very, very difficult. The big sort of talking point, I suppose, was the changes to the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Starkey and Greeny both out with those broken fingers. Greeny's look quite bad, the x-ray, yep. getting around. Uh, so, Well, broken. And I think a bit big um, uh, big job by him. I think he faced like 150 balls. With uh, a broken yeah, with a finger. finger. Like a finger yeah. like completely broken mm-hmm. through. Like we're not like a little fracture or anything. It's like. We're talking proper broken off. Some Dr. Sean's? Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Sean's. Yeah. I'm just trying to explain <laughs> the what the x-ray looked like. It wasn't like a little little fraction. We're it, was, saying it, was big, it was big fucker. Yeah. yeah. It was like <laughs> fucker. Yeah. All the way oh, she's through. Good. <laughs> All the way through. Can we, we should get like a lab coat and stethoscope <laughs> and share <laughs> <laughs> your expert opinion. <laughs> but yeah, like ostensibly you are correct. It was a uh, it was a nasty break, mm-hmm. uh, and I think he said line through the big bash. Poor thing, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we'll, we'll have a look at maybe so, trying to get right for India. Yeah, India is what end of February. Yeah, and I tell you what, we'll get to the six we'll get to the weeks. IPL in a sec, but uh, he'd want to be good for that. Yeah, he want to be good for the IPL. Mm-hmm. So six weeks is probably okay for a break. Yeah, of a finger, it's not something you'd put weight on. Go to the often, doctor. So. Yeah, I'm six weeks general for bone healing. Four to six weeks, yeah. yeah, no, yeah, like, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've broken a few, and I know how long they take. Um, so, yes, uh, so I guess the selection there because of those injuries um, mm-hmm. to him and Stark. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Hazelwood coming into back yeah, into health. A dropping of Boland. It's, yeah, what, that's what, what happened. Like. That's and what happened. He got dropped. Yeah. I think it's like, – as soon as you make up that you've got to go horses for courses, pick two spinners, prep for India, etc., and that's the game plan, yeah. then you have to pick your two best quicks. And mm-hmm. I, f- I feel for Scotty Boland. I've loved watching Scotty Boland. The bloke's averaging 10. Yeah. Uh, but I, th- I think the, my concern, I guess, is maybe the like for like. If you're trying to – like if you're trying to replace Green, say, with Renshaw, it doesn't make sense to me. Green with Agar made more sense and then you get your spin option. But I guess they wanted to have two specialist spinners and two um, bowlers that they have the extra bat and that's what they, you know, again, like you say, practising for India, trying it out. I just don't think, and the way this game's played out, um, the picky of Renshaw is probably not really needed. Um, it's future thinking though. Yeah, yes it is. It's hindsight. Because, um, well, hindsight's going backwards. It's foresight. 
hindsight. No, I'm thinking in hindsight the way because we now know that after it's happened that he's bat- he batted fuck all. Um, oh, and he really I, really didn't get to play that in terms of this it, this yeah, match it, like situation. It made, made, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with it you. made less sense to pick Renshaw and instead of like maybe you play Agar there and then you have Bolin in your team. So I'm with you now. Um, and then you have you know the three quicks. Um, but I, I get why it was. I probably would have stuck with Bolin just because the summer he's had. Um, he's played well, but. Um, but the loyalty, that, that, that don't goes, lose your position due to injury. I can see that thinking as well. Fair. Well, then that goes to the chat as well. Is it the game plan and do we want two spinners or is it our best bowling attack? Yeah. Because if, you, if you're picking your best bowling attack, you, you can't s- s- tell me with a straight face that Ashton Agar is more valuable in this team on this deck than Ashton Agar is. Ashton Agar obviously going to give you a little bit with the bat. Right, pre- he's got pre- the better average. <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> no one in Test cricket. Like, <laughs> no one's going to be bowling on that. Has, so. has a better average. Uh, but, uh, yeah, obviously they're, they're looking forward to India and uh, and really a, a, a trial game for Agar because there's a bloke called Mitch Swepson who will probably be licking his lips uh, at the sort of lack of, of wickets taken by, by Ashton so far in this game and uh, and he'll be putting his hand up for, for India. You'd think they want someone that spins the ball away from the, the right-hander, so Correct. both of them are going to give you that. Again, if it comes down to a tiebreaker, I suppose Ashton's ability with the bat might separate him from the likes of Mitch Swepson. Yeah. And, you know, I get why they've made some of the decisions in this game because of that for being a, you know, it is a dub rubber in this series, mm. and India in India is the big one coming up, man. They're, yeah. they're, they're prepping for it, um, but yeah, questionable. I guess the fan favorite that is Boland, and after the summer he's had so far, it's a bit unfortunate he didn't get a gig. Yes, yeah, spawned game. a few funny memes. That's yeah. for sure. Him getting left out. I hope that they take him. Well, they will take him to India, and then with the Ashes, uh, you know, yep. sort of six months away. Could you imagine uh, Scotty Boland on an overcast day in what? Birmingham, you know, that was going to be my, fucking hooping it around? That was going to be my follow-up question to this. If this is a prelude to the Indian squad, um, would your preference be Hazelwood in India over Boland yes. and then maybe more Ashes uh, with that, that, the way he bowls in that pace and the heavier kind of ball, maybe that in England would be better um, for the Ashes for Boland. So, Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I agree. He, well, it's got to be. It's got. They're going to pick. And health. <laughs> they're going to pick two quicks for most of the games in in India, yeah. and you'd think that it's it's going going to be Cummins well, and then drop the captain and, so. and then Stark versus <laughs> Hazelwood. And yeah. un, unfortunately, if if Stark's healthy, Hazelwood may miss out. Yeah. They also, mm. do, I, I don't know. It's too far ahead to, to look at grounds and the rest of it. Mm-hmm. They may go with three quicks, and you'd think it's a three established Australian yes. quicks. So Scott Correct. Boland. Essentially, he's not going to play a test match in India, you wouldn't think. Wouldn't think. Barring injury, et cetera. Barring injury. Yeah. However, Scott Boland has a place in this team moving forward. Oh, yeah, and when you think about England and, and next summer and, and the rest of it, uh, he's, he's just been way too good to mm-hmm. to mm. to leave out of the conversation. And, and it's a really stark <laughs> contrast, if you will, uh, <laughs> to, to say some of the, the sticks that have been trialled in, in the Australian team over the last few years, a la Marcus Harris mm-hmm. and, and, and the rest that haven't really taken their opportunity. Mm-hmm. Boland said, fucking drop me. <laughs> Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like he's, you know, yeah. he, he has, he's not given them a reason based on his performance to, no. to think otherwise. No. So let's... I guess hope they make the right decisions for the right pitches and the right opposition. Fuck, I'm looking forward so, to India now. We've been so good, yeah. so good through this series, but it's it's such a different kettle of fish over there. Yep, agree. 
Did we talk about the rain before? No, we haven't. No. no. So washed out completely was Jane McGrath Day, day three. Uh, rain affected day one and day two. Most of day two, wasn't it? Yeah, well? yep, yep. Yeah. So how's this? In the history of Australian Test cricket, there's never been a washout at Perth. That's <laughs> fucking crazy. There's been one at Hobart. You have to think they probably only play once every second summer, once every third summer. Adelaide's had two. Then Brisbane and Melbourne are eight and nine. Yep. And then Sydney is 25 – I don't know if that includes the other day – 25 slash 26 yeah. washed out days. So I think it included the other day because I saw a following stat on this. Um, Manchester had 24. Yeah. So so Which Sydney is, is wetter than Manchester yes. at this time of the year <laughs> is probably the caveat. Yeah. Pretty crazy, hey, yeah, to, to think that it's it's three times more than the other venues. And and I don't know if you – you know, you, your old man's from Queensland. It can get yeah. fucking wet up there. Melbourne's wet. You know, you'll get four seasons in a day. It's it's yeah. pretty crazy to think that it's it's three times yeah. uh, more washouts than uh, than than those two places. Well, I guess for Queensland, uh, you know, if we put on uh, weatherman Sean now, um, <laughs> just, just let me quickly change the head of my lab coat and uh, come come back out in a circle. Or maybe yeah. maybe maybe weather lady Sean in a yeah, nice ooh, sort of form fitting. Uh, <laughs> I've got the booty for it. Yeah. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Yeah. Maybe a little bit up there too. <laughs> um, so, like the Queensland. Weather is, you know, your evening storm, your late storm, it's mm-hmm. usually an hour and you get it over and done with. So, yeah, you, yeah you might, you're not likely to get a whole, like, day worth of rain. Whereas, I guess for Sydney, it's you get the coastal rain, it blows in and then it just settles on the city and it rains. You know, it's not heavy, it just drizzles all day and you just get it until something comes along and blows it back, you know, from west blows it back out. But that's exactly what it was, especially day two. It wasn't yeah. hammering down. It was just that constant, constant. annoying kind of drizzle that And they played fucks through up. a fair bit of drizzle yeah, as well to the credit because yeah. otherwise there'd be no cricket. Mm. Um, uh, but, yeah, it's, it had been um, a little bit unfortunate. It is, I guess, the, the weather this time of year in Sydney is a bit like that. Mm. I know a uh, friend of the Esky Steam was saying they should move it, bring it down to Canberra. We've had lovely weather <laughs> at that, over that time frame. So it tends to be a little bit drier. Yes, yes, it does. Um, Alice brings it this time of the year. Going, <laughs> 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 We're dry as fuck. Over here. It's forty-eight <laughs> degrees every fucking day. Yeah. Yeah, we have to play it underground over there. So, mm. um, uh, which would be an interesting sight. Uh, but <laughs> the, yeah, it's thinking outside <laughs> the box here yeah, today, yeah, aren't we? Yeah, yes. Uh, it, uh, it is what it is. If you're going to play at the SCG at this time of year, you you know you're going to have that uh, be a part of it. Um, I guess it didn't infect the game too much last year. Like mm. it just rolls around. Meteorology aside, let's. L- tw- lucky this game was a dead rubber. Um, otherwise, yeah. We'd be imagine if this was d- deciding. deciding. A, they go into this one all and it's deciding a test series, and you get a really uh, sort of lackluster finish. Yeah. Thank you, um, Foxtel slash Ko. Uh, first test, Nagpur. Second test, Delhi. Third well, test, Dharamshala. That's 9th of February. That's, that's yeah. a month away. Yes, yeah, so it's, it's not far. And then well, fourth Green test, Ahmedabad. Probably misses that first one. Ooh, Dr. On Sean, that, Dr. Based Sean. On that, no, diagnosis of four Dr. weeks. Sean, It'd be Dr. Close. Sean, Colin, Dr. Sean. But I didn't, it's a finger. Think. Fuck me. Look. But I, was it his bowling <laughs> hand? I think it was, yeah. So Does might. he need to bowl that much? Well, if you again, pick two that's going to weigh into his selection. Yes. Yeah, if yeah. you pick two quicks, yeah, he needs the ball, doesn't he? Correct. He might miss the first one. I think he'd be good for the second one. That was like uh, on the 17th. Have you seen that ground at Dharamshala? It is fucking scenes. It's uh, like at this the foot of the Himalayas. I, be- I believe I might be – this might be Mayo, but the Buddha might have been born there. Not sure. Very zen. It's a very zen kind of place. I uh, would love to go go watch some cricket there. 
Uh, February, Northern Hemisphere, probably be pretty cool there actually as, mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, When's their wet season start? Fuck if I know, man. It, I know it's different because India is quite a, a l- sort of north-south no, running yeah, yeah, running yeah, country. Yeah. So so what happens in the south of India is obviously very different to what happens in the north. All right. All right. We'll be safe. But uh, yeah, we might we might just leave the um, you know medical degree and the meteorology degree away, <laughs> and we'll, we'll we'll keep the uh, Indian geography out of um, out of this session. Well, we'll we'll preview, I guess, that Indian team and that that tournament um, in a week or two time. When yeah, we're a bit closer. It's not to far off, day. is it? No. Start of Feb. Let's talk about this test. Um, so after a rain affected first few days, Australia make four for four hundred and seventy five. Uh, Against a really quite solid uh, pace attack, uh, I've, I've been very impressed with Unric Nokia in in this series. Uh, bowls absolute wheels. I think Dave Warner said it's the fastest uh, the fastest spell that he's ever faced. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that speaks volumes to where that bloke's at. But uh, look here, uh, given these conditions, the 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 boys are scoring runs for fun. Uh, Warner, the only one to miss out in this test, coming off two hundred. Um, Smudge, 104, spoon one back to the back to um, the bowler after making his 100. Manus and, and Travis Head continue their good form with 70-odd each. And uh, the Usman Kawaja show, three tons in a row at the SCG. You remember back to last year's Ashes scoring back-to-back hundreds at the SCG after a, a bit of time in the wilderness. Makes 195 not. Mm. Uh, day three gets canned. So you come into the morning of day four. Australia declares with with Usman on 195 not out. Do you think that they should have let him go out and have say two overs to get you 200? I uh, believe Warner, Labuschagne, and Smith all made double hundreds this summer. Mm-hmm. Or yep. do you do the team thing and say, look, mate, we've lost that much play. We want to win Test matches. I know it's a dead rubber, but you know, foot on the throat mentality. Uh, you seem to think it was a little stiff on Usman. Was that your thinking? Yeah, I think. On Usman and probably in 40-odd years' time when Usman's sitting down with his grandkids and he says, you know, I almost made a… On his a grandkids? Do- sitting down with, with his grandkids. With, with. with okay. his grandkids. I heard with. Yeah. Okay. On as well if they're, if they're really misbehaving, <laughs> yeah. you know. Oh, hey, come here, you little yeah. shit. Yeah. The walls of Jericho. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and he, he's there, you know, saying I almost got 200 and they're like, why didn't you, Dad? And he's just like, Fucking Pat Cummins. <laughs> no, no. Uh, that that wouldn't be the scenes. But of it's not. it's it's probably is like if you get to that point where you're almost gonna double up and it's a very rare kind of occurrence within mm-hmm. cricket. Mm-hmm. You hadn't done it before, like I think you give him the opportunity to be able to do it. I know it wasn't his decision would have been like do team the team think, hey, I want to hundred percent. Yeah, like, I understand why they did that decision. And yeah, it's always going to be um, you know the team first over individual accolades. Like I can yeah. always see that, but and a game that's rained most of it. Um, you know, potentially it could have rained some more. You know, being Sydney, and you know, a day and a half left to take twenty wickets, uh, looking like it was never going to happen. Um, yeah, give him a couple overs, see if he can get you know send him out there for two overs, two or three overs, and say hey. Get you 200 quickly and then we're going out. I, I don't see why you wouldn't. Do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna play devil's advocate here and disagree. Um, if they had gotten on straight away, uh, it might have might have been a, a different story yesterday. But they lost so much time. Well, I think they, if they had they, more time, I 
I lean the other way. I think it makes more sense to declare if you get two full days. Uh, but since uh, since you lost the morning session, you like get one and a half days. It was never going to happen. It was this match no, bullshit. Was always going to end. They in beat him in in two days in in Brisbane. Yes, but that, you that's have to have Sydney. that mentality. We're in a different. We're playing a different pitch. Yeah, <laughs> well, it was very green. That's true. But yes. you have to have that mentality. You have to have that confidence. I suppose. Look, World Test Championship. I think we can lose all these games against India. We're still going to play well, in, in, I know, in the final. I know but New but Zealand a, have been eliminated, and it's I think a Pakistan have yeah. been eliminated from that as I well. Think, like I don't think it's a dead rubber of a series. We've already won. We're practicing to get to India. Nah, I think it's a fucking test yeah, match. Let Usman get his two hundred. I nah, think so. I, I, we're never win, we're never going to win this test. <laughs> they you, they could. Well, There's no, 15 overs left. That, they, that, it, like, <laughs> what happens? They take a few here and it finishes five or six down. And you think, oh, imagine if we had yes. another half three hour. Overs. We had we had three overs. because you lose the changeover. <laughs> so oh, there's 15 right, right. minutes. So yeah, it's three overs. You losing the changeover. So, so it's half six an, overs. All right, all right. I'm no, sorry, sorry. It, in time, it's half an hour to 40 minutes. Yes. Mm. Well, they say it's three overs in the changeover. Um, I think that's what they were saying on commentary the other. Well, six overs. If you've taken six far and you've you've got this South African ta- tail, it's never going to happen. Well, yeah, that's, never going to happen. Thing. I, I, think, disagree. I disagree. The never. thing that's that has surprised us in this test is South Africa's tail. They've actually they've actually whacked. Yeah, yeah. They, so they've given, in this yeah. second inning. Back to so. my point. Is that ever going to happen? Well, you, you, you <laughs> the of, fortune teller, you, meteorologist, yeah. <laughs> fucking <laughs> cardiologist. I <laughs> know. Oh, sorry, orthopedic surgeon. Yes, yes. Uh, and, and, and fortune teller. Never yeah. That'd be a good kit. Lab, lab coat, <laughs> like a like a mole and like fucking, you know, bandana and shit, like an old gypsy. Uh, what was the other thing? Meteorologist. Oh, yeah, and tight, tight, something tight. Um, <laughs> look, look, we're going to have to agree to disagree on this one. And the and you know what the deciding factor would have been? Usman, knowing how good a bloke he oh, yeah. is, would have been yeah. saying, let's do the team thing. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Let's go skittle these exactly. let's go for blokes the and take 20 Wickets in a yeah, day. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just advocating for Usman, and when he in his seventies, when he goes, <laughs> "Fuck, I should have got that 200." And he goes, "I should regret look, it." Look, kids, I don't regret it because it's just five runs, and it's just a number, yeah. and I had a fucking good time with my boy. <laughs> yeah, I won a Test Championship, and I won a it's, Test. It's championship. a long game. It's a long yeah, game. Yeah. <laughs> and then I went and scored 200 in India the fucking next week. So <laughs> didn't I? Next yeah. month. That's the hope. That's the hope. That's, that's my fortune Let, teller. Yeah. Let's hope it doesn't end up in regret. That's, what yeah. that's it. Yeah. My thoughts. Mm. Um, yeah, outside of yeah, uh, Harman Maharaj didn't bat the way they did. Yeah, it's um, a different story. Completely different story. We yep. could have easily have probably rolled through them. So South Africa made two fifty five. Maharaj had fifty odd, and how much did Harman have? Uh, Forty seven. And and that, they were wagging. So mm. when they were six for not much, yeah, you know, last night that the boys probably were, would have been backing themselves to take fourteen yeah. wickets today, but yeah. Six, it doesn't seem yeah. as though it's going to eventuate. Yeah, and I think in the, the in the concept of you know preparing for India, they wanted to bowl a lot anyway. Mm. They wanted to see what we've got in Aga. We talked about the trial and that. Like you can see why the decision was made. Uh, yep. we fully understand it. So um, and that's that's the way it's going to go. But we will see. Fifteen overs to go. They got to get eight wickets. Just briefly back to the MCG because we we didn't pod during the holidays. Mm. Davey Warner, double hundred. Uh, we, mm. we missed the bowl. I had a bold prediction uh, going into Brisbane that, that Warner gets the the metaphorical monkey off his back. He uh, he does so in in smashing fashion down there in uh, mm. in Melbourne, cramping up. A lot of was kind of <laughs> said around the celebration into the cramps five minutes later. But, yeah. you know, uh, he, he got his just desserts, I think. Um, you know, so much has been said. Post Sandpaper Gate uh, around his form and uh, where does he belong in the Australian eleven? 
I think he's one of the best openers of all time. I think his oh, stats, yeah. you know, back that up. Um, you, can't, you can't pick anyone else to be in that squad. And the there's no one banging down the door. That's the, that's no. the difference, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. If Marcus yeah. Harris had, had if, done if a Scott Renshaw Bowling, was the best that's banging down the door at the moment. Yeah, like, exactly. There's, there's no, no, one, no one was banging down the door. There's and, no one going in that five. And the Australian public yeah. has fucking amnesia. They, yeah. they, 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 they only – like it's like goldfish. Yeah. There's a bunch of goldfish <laughs> running around there going – <laughs> oh, what? Sack Warner, drop Warner, blah, blah, sheep, blah. Bro. Sheep, bro. Yeah. Sheep, those down. Yeah, bro. <laughs> sheep, sheeple. When, look, we're not turning, turning this into a vaccine discussion. <laughs> <laughs> However, it shits me to tears. Yes, the bloke averaged 20-odd last year. Yes, yeah. he, he had the monkey on his back. He's a fucking great cricketer and yeah. he just said in that innings, Hunt, 50, look, played like I, I did and, and, and slashed a little bit and that's how I've gotten out recently. 100, thank you, deserved. 150, 200 was fuck you, pieces of <laughs> fucking garbage sitting on your couches yeah. that couldn't fucking face one ball and want to tear the bloke apart uh, for, for, his, <laughs> for his bad form. And it was, admittedly, it was bad form, but I was, I was very happy to see it happen. Yeah, but it was, it was only like a, a downturn of form. It wasn't, say, everyone, systematic that we've seen cricket, in the man. past. Yeah. Everyone goes through it. Mark Walker dropped, like, yeah. you, you know, Good players get dropped. My one disappointment in his innings was when he came out the next day after recovering, like two loud applause and everyone's like, yes, David Warner's coming out and then he gets bowled first ball. That was a weird ball. <laughs> yeah, like it was a good – it was a seed. <laughs> like it, David Warner was like, oh, fuck me. It you know? kind of yeah. was a seed but it kind of – like it was a, like essentially a full toss on your pads. Yeah, yeah. But it fucking moved. Like yeah. it – yeah. What, it wasn't what David Warner was expecting. No. For sure. Yeah. So anyway. So that, that was essentially Melbourne. We – you know, we, you know, when Australia's doing yeah. well, yeah. We, oh, we, 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 we were there. When the yeah. Dragons are doing well, we, <laughs> we. Um, the Australian cricket team uh, absolutely pumped mm. South Africa down there in Melbourne uh, and, a, and a really good result um, for, for David Warner and the boys in that one. Boys, the, the Big Bash has been running uh, of late. Um, I don't know if I'm getting old, you know, old man shakes fist at cloud <laughs> or whatever. Um I was a big fan of the Big Bash in its in its early mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. I think after this in in this lull period between this Test match and and India, I'll probably get right you know right more around it. After a long day of Test cricket, you can only hog the TV for how many hours? Well, I, even, even I just don't care that much right now. Yeah, with I th- respect. I think even in between the two Test matches, like even like in your your. Your Christmas, you know, Christmas to New Year's shut down. You know, looking mm. for, looking for something to watch on the telly, and you're just like, oh, there's nothing on free to air because it's all on KO, and then you're flicking around trying to find a big bash match. Mm. Uh, even so, you're just like, oh yeah, I haven't really been paying that too much attention to it, and mm. yeah, I think that that New Year's Eve match, I think, was the largest crowd they had in like four years or something. They got like yeah. forty thousand, I believe, yeah. it's in Adelaide. So yeah, the crowds um, have been down, and Adelaide and Perth always very, very good, good for, for, get, good. for getting around their their um, teams. And I, th- I guess the big story uh, coming out of that is they're going to shorten the season by about twenty matches. So I, th- I think they've listened to everyone that it's it's too long, it drags out. Uh, you know, condense it. Let's make it a summer holidays thing. Get all the kids around it. That's the kind of the point. Kids in cricket, yeah. get them interested, um, and yeah, show it in that period over there and. Try to play around the test matches as best you can, um, and I think they've done an okay job. But like you say, there's still so much cricket left to go, you know. And there's another six weeks of it, I think, to an actual it's, yeah, final. Yeah, it's about that. Yeah, a final like there's again 
you watch all the test cricket, there's probably no point to watch a lot of the BPL until like this point now when this finishes up. You watch it going into the final series uh, when the matches matter a little bit more. What, so. sep- what separates the IPL, other than the fucking billions of dollars, what separates the IPL from, from the Big Bash? Well, maybe time. Time period as well, like boom. when they play it. Boom, they're boom, not playing boom. it over, over when the national team room. is playing. Like, yeah, you don't if, have Coley. If they if they media. start if yeah. they started the Big Bash, say end of September, and it was done, and then you go into your Test series. So when does IPL start? April, and it finishes in June. June. And oh, man, and, and what? Like, no, I'm thinking of World Cup. Sorry. Yeah, I yeah. think I. The only thing you've got to compete with, I suppose, is footy finals. Yeah. And I think we maybe we've said this before on the podcast, but but for anyone listening from from India or, or from elsewhere, September is massive down under for, for rugby league and Australian rules football. That finishes by the first week of October. Mm-hmm. So if you said, okay, footy's done and then the yeah. next week of October, that's when the big bash starts and you pump out your tournament in a nice condensed sort of eight-week format mm-hmm. – and it leads into your international series of cricket and you, you have all your Australian stars playing for one. I think that's yep. a big thing. You need to have And, and for stuff. two, whoever's touring that year might go, oh, well, you know, say it's South Africa and the West Indies, oh, well, they'll all play in the Big Bash. Yep. I think that makes for a completely different um, perceived level of interest. When was the, the first test played? This year? Gabba. No, 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 the Windies. The Windies was uh, Perth. Yeah. Was Perth. It was it was maybe like November 20. I'm sure you can chase, chase that one up. Yeah, maybe I'm thinking you shift those two. Maybe you play those in uh, January. Like you play the one You, you can play them after. Yeah. I like, suppose so you play more in the, the summer. You're still finishing before school holidays ends. But that way you can fit in your whole tournament over September, October, maybe even you know middle of September into no, middle of November, and then you run straight into the well, Australian. I'm, I'm glad you tests, mentioned school tests. holidays because that's the other thing. That's the yeah. counter argument is well, all the kids are still at school, school. and yeah. essentially, and if you're trying to play with respect, game it's every children night. and casual people that that enjoy the that's the, target the big bash. That's, that's the what target. they well, that's with, what with they want to get with there. respect. Yeah. Um, you know, may, maybe um, that that's that. They're thinking. They're thinking. Oh, the kiddies are at school. Yeah, uh, we're not going to get the same crowds. Yeah, which does make sense considering they play the whole final series during the first like. Well, they're back at school. school. Yeah, so, back at school, aren't they? So yeah. I think the, the condensing is the right decision. You know, they're going to play it in the school holidays by the sounds of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be first week of school back that they actually play the final, but it's it's condensing it down a little bit. But does you know it still doesn't solve that problem of you're going to have the Australian versus whoever playing series over the top of it. And so that's always going to take precedent. That, that's the big thing, um, isn't it? For, for hardcores that really watch a lot of cricket, that's where they will go. And, yeah, that might, you know, distract from the amount of promotion you get. As well, especially the big thing, you're missing the 11 best players in Australia not playing in the Big Bash League. Yeah, that's what separates the IPL is it's April, May. The IPL's on. There's no fucking big international cricket on. Every, every single – and Big you think player about, wants to be there and obviously that's financially motivated. Yeah, and you think of the Indian team, a lot of the guys in that team are then like the captains of the individual Indian yeah. team. So like they go back and they're, they've, they're – does that count as a run? <laughs> if he gets his foot down, which he doesn't, he doesn't yeah. that's going to um, be interesting. Uh, he did hit an open line there. Hmm. Um, which I think, again, builds up the mystique, you know, like the mm. best – the Indian team, the mm. national team, the guys are back here being the captains mm. of the mm. various Indian squads like – it creates a better storylines and um, uh, spectacle. So, yeah, I mean, Big Bash still has like their sort of, I guess, 
the tier two players, but you'd still have your marquee players, like you're looking at Chris Lynn, like. Yeah, they're, they're, like they're, there's still a few good names getting, yeah, getting around. I think the big problem like you're is not going to get anyone that's in the Australian team proper. Yeah, there, but, but the big problem is you have the exact same channels. Because of the timing. Yeah. yeah. You have the exact same channels having a directly competing league play over the top of it, which is going to get, you know, the, the, more, the more viewership. So Yeah, I agree yeah. 100%. You know, imagine, you know, Steve Smith's going out for his Sydney Sixers tonight and yeah. Pat Cummins is, you know, like I think it changes the, the dynamic a lot. Yeah, and then on top of that, yeah. if you if you don't have it in that window, say like Pakistan's playing New Zealand at the moment, and we yeah. luckily luckily with the the advent of the the Big Bash draft, there's been a few sort of Pakistani New Zealanders that that are in there. Yeah. But anyone that's playing Test cricket right now is not playing. Mm. So, I don't uh, know. yeah, and, and the more I think about it, even if you shift it though, um, you know, is that too much cricket for these guys? Do they do these strange guys start saying, "Hey, I need a break, so I get ready for my." Test series and then they miss out anyway. And yeah, also a good question. I, I, for whatever reason, I feel like the Big Bash is losing slash dying. Hence, why they're trying to change. I wouldn't say dying, but if you look at the crowd numbers, it's definitely Com- dwindled. And and, to, and COVID was a big thing. And compared to all the Indian leagues popping up all oh, over yeah. the place, like it just feels yeah. like it's struggling. Let's go, well, not dying, struggling. Well, we're talking about the the South African league um, that's been. Uh, sort of proposed moving forward, yep. um, and it's all going to be backed by by IPL teams. So it's it may become a, a world uh, kind of like the soccer, I suppose, where uh, you know you've got Melbourne City and New York City who are offshoots of Manchester City. Yeah, you may have you know the the Sydney Capitals who are an offshoot of the yeah. Delhi Capitals and the fucking yeah. Durban Capitals and, 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 and the rest a, of it as a yeah. market. Comparison is South Africa a much larger population in Australia? Population, yes, but financially, I think we're better off. Do what matters, bums and seats, or TV? Well, TV if anything's to go off in terms of chasing the money, that's the TV deals are your biggest yeah. thing. Yeah, um, I'm just spinning some cogs of would an Indian would the Indian leagues come and buy, say, the Big Bash League to you know kind of convert it into the into the thing to add it to? I guess they're their Indian their Premier repa- League. Their repertoire. Yeah, exactly. You know, they have one every every uh, few months you could ex- have. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah they you'd have year T twenty year round, just different tournaments and different parts of the he- yeah. you know, different hemispheres, different I, parts of the world. I don't like. think that's an inconceivable idea. Yeah. My problem is I just don't see how the Australian league fits into that. I think we'd be how does it work little, little brother little sister and get kicked out. And that's kind of my concern. It's also Cricket Australia owns the big bash as well so for them to sell out like yeah do they sell it yeah i don't know the more that i've uh the older i get the more that i realize that money talks yes i suppose how they walked around and like here's a billion dollars they'd be like fuck yes (laughs) (laughs) because like you'd obviously have uh, players who play in the big bash then would go across the ipl like yeah or play in any of these other how how does it work do they rate yeah retain uh it's going to be interesting to see how this south african League works out because apparently, um, you know, half of half of them are, are backed by. I think uh, all of them are backed by. They all are. Yeah, they all have an IPL six teams, and they're all and they're all IPL teams. IPL. What was the other one we were talking about? Probably like three or four months ago, and then yeah. we're like, oh, the, all those teams are also the backed East. by Middle East. Uh, yeah. The, yeah, the Dubai yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. The Emirates one. Yep. Emirates. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So, so they're already buying out the Emirates, and they've already buying out in South Africa. Yeah, well, that's three different leagues. So, you know, that covers probably six months of the year already. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's, it's a weird time, long. isn't it? Um, the other sort of things that happened in the Big Bash League this week, 
that catch, that Michael Nisa catch uh, of Jordan Silk uh, around New Year's, do you think that's a catch? Um, I think we had this discussion about um, field of play. For, yep. Um, once you're jumping over the ropes and you're kind of out of the field of play, then you magically jump into the air. You can't you, be juggling. You can't be just jumping in the air. Yeah. You go catching in row ten. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. Like, but, like it, baseball, like Derek Jeter into the fucking third row. Yeah. <laughs> I think he still has to jump from without the side of the pitch. He can't jump the fence though. Yeah. Correct, correct. So the same thing. Whereas I think in the context of this is if that wasn't, say, the – Boundary line, but actually the fence line. Mm. He could have thrown it up, jumped over the fence, gone up a few steps, jumped again, caught it, thrown it back, and then jumped back over the fence and caught it again, and would have counted. <laughs> it's his fucking circus, mate. <laughs> like, it, to me, it seems silly. Like yeah, I, I, I think I, the field of play is, you know, across all sports is kind of where they've um, sat with uh, what it, what it looks like. Mm. Um, that yeah, to change that and across all of T twenty seems odd. I don't know why you do that. Yeah, that's the rules. As far as we could tell in international cricket, yeah. T20 as well, which yeah. is Only changed which is this strange. Year. Yeah. So we tried to work out whether it was a Big Bash League Pacific rule. Um, again, trying to do something different or interesting, but mm. it seems like it's a T20 rule. And to me, it's odd. If you don't know what we're talking about, uh, jump on YouTube or, or your Google engine and type in Michael Nisa catch Jordan Silk. Big bash, I'm sure that'll that'll come up. I, I just can't wait for someone to take the piss, jump the fence and do a whole bunch of bunny hops, like catch yeah. a bunny hop, catch a bunny hop. And then they work their way back to the field of play. He's gone down from bait 10 up in the top <laughs> deck and he's worked his way back doing his bunny hops to make sure he doesn't touch the ground when he touches the ball. Silly. silly. Yeah, it seems silly to me. But I also really enjoy the catches where they – Leave the field of play yes. and peg the ball back, back in, and and they're in the air the whole time, yeah. and and someone catches it. Yeah, they've established themselves from the field of play, not outside. Well, the, so that's, I think that's I said to, I said to you boys during the week, the rule should be as soon as one of your feet leaves the field of play, mm-hmm. i.e., you've taken a step outside of the rope, then it's a it's not a it's not. A yeah, catch. and you touch the ball again. Yeah, I think so. I think I'd be more happy as well if he'd come back, like reestablish himself, jumped out again. And touch the ball if you know if the ball's high high enough. Yeah, yeah. But you're like you're still coming, you're just from the field of play. You're not outside of yeah. doing a bunny hop. To me, that sounds dumb. Yeah, it was a bit. It was a bit silly. Good on Michael Nisa for knowing the rule yeah. and and being aware yeah. of it. Jordan Silk was pretty fucking dirty and un- <laughs> understandably so. Yeah. Um, but it, uh, it it was a bit of a head scratcher, and I, I think agree. most sort of more pure cricket fans were thinking, "Well, I, d- I don't know if that flies." The other kind of interesting thing from the Big Bash this week was uh, Adam Zampa nearly getting getting a mancat or what are we meant to call it, a non-striker's run out because yeah. it's named yeah. after some dude called Mancat. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't given out. Now, did we establish before that, that you don't have to have a warning? Uh, that's just sort of a gentleman's agreement. I believe so. Uh, so uh, that you're yeah. meant to warn people to, to stay in their crease, which, uh, oh, mate, it was about fucking – you know, halfway down, the, halfway, pitch, down the, yeah. halfway down the pitch. However, you can't simulate bowling action. You can't bring your arm above 90 or 180 degrees. Yeah, that's a, that's a good backyard trick to, you know, pretend to bowl the full <laughs> ball but not release the ball and you spin around and take the bales off. Yeah. Which is yeah. what Zampa did in this case. And the, the bloke uh, was not out, by yes, the way. Yes, The umpire because. told him, he's like, no, no, you've you've gone through the action. You, you can't go over, what was it, over the 90. 
Um, I don't know. And, uh, that's a, no, no, but I don't know. Let's just say it's not above shoulder height. You can't do like a rotation. Well, I don't know what to keep it. And, and I kind of have a vested interest in this, yeah. in, in, in that being, you know, range of motion yeah, and, and yeah. the things that I do Monday to Friday, I suppose. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a, it, it was an interesting one. Um, we've seen Ravi Ashwin, uh, mm-hmm. you know, doing doing the same. Or, well, Stark uh, in similar. the last test match gave a very good warning. Warning, he, yeah. yeah. he was just like, mate, he just pulled up and said, mate, you're – you're in front of me and I haven't even bowled the ball yeah. yet. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, which, you know, fair warning and uh, he did I think the held um, his ground the up. The umpire so. needs to be slightly accountable as well and just say, bro, you you can't do – like you can't be backing up that much. Like, yeah. Well, if we go to baseball again, are we stealing, stealing runs? Yeah, we're we'll stealing runs, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if, if you're allowed to do that, yeah, you yeah. may as well just be sprinting with the fucking – Yeah. You know, like you just may yeah. as well be on the same trajectory as the bowler. Yeah, I yeah. guess I guess when yeah, you're getting – uh, Yeah. You know, later in the day, you need one or two quick runs, and everyone's around it. The last over, like, yeah, 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 last ball. Why wouldn't you steal a run? You're just mm. watching him, and you're like, "Well, I'll go down a little bit quicker." But anyway, mm. anyway, it is what it is. Mm. IPL auction finish yeah. off. Uh, well, we still got a fair bit of cricket to go, but IPL auctions. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Aussies getting paid. Yeah, few few Aussies. Uh, the the most notable by far mm. was that man Cameron Green. Uh, three point one million. Was this like three days after he took five for as well? Yeah, I think, I think he scored fifty. He scored fifty at the MCG, took five for, and got paid three million dollars in an IPL auction in a week. Yeah, pretty handy week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Take that. Take yeah. that. <laughs> Tell you what, <laughs> if he had a six pack with his boys during that week, <laughs> fuck, that's a perfect. That's a perfect week. Um, <laughs> It's interesting the way that they're going in the IPL. We've sort of been following it pretty closely over the last few mm-hmm. years uh, due to, mainly to this podcast. They like throwing a bit of money at up-and-comers. Yep. And if you jag one, you, you, you jag one. And would you say all-rounders? Yeah, all-rounders. We're looking at this list. Sam Curran uh, was, was the most expensive uh, person purchased in the IPL at 3.3 million AUDs by Kings Eleven Punjab. Uh, had an excellent World Cup. Uh, doesn't really bowl wheels, but but swings the ball around. Has a great change up. He's okay with the bat. He's, yeah. pro- he's definitely not Cam Green or, or, ben, or ben, ben Stokes, Stokes proficient yeah. with the bat. Who is the the third most expensive player taken by Chennai Super Kings? And then for mine, a few head scratches. Yep. Nicholas Puran, the fourth most or equal third most expensive player taken by by Luck now at two point nine million. He's good on his day, but I just mm-hmm. don't think that. That that money kind of warrants highly established players. I don't think we've really seen that out of Puran. Does captain the um the West Indies T Twenty uh, side these days? And Harry Brook as well getting two and a half mil. Unbelievable year. Played lights out. Uh, white ball cricket for for the Poms. Uh, had a really good T Twenty World Cup. But uh yeah, he's he's never you know he's not an established IPL player by any means. Uh, so, so it's interesting, and we saw this, you know, a couple of years ago with mm. with Riley Meredith getting paid handsomely, and and you know, they, they, I think they just try to jump on someone because you have all these players that get retained, so it's kind, yeah. it is a bit of a dice roll, and and if you land someone, you know, on the mm. ascendancy of of the start of their career, you you've done a done well in your draft. Yeah, and it is is a bit of an auction as well, so they are. You know, you might have multiple teams trying to fight for these guys as well, and yep. they're going back so and forth as well. Then you know, it's one or two. Exactly. Yeah. Cam, you, Cam Green's reserve was three hundred k, I believe. Yeah, he was happy to go three hundred k, and well, you, know, was, <laughs> you know, you know, that week lead into it, he's played well, and he got a few clubs fighting over him. Mate, Sunday yeah. shift you get double time. How about how about ten times mm, at yeah. the IPL? Not not too bad. <laughs> um, other That's Aussies right. that got picked up: Jai Richardson, two hundred seventy; Adam Zampa yeah. of Mancad fame, or 
non-striker run out fame. 270,000 and Dan Sam's 135. There's a few Aussies that got snubbed. Travis Head, I thought, would have uh, would have warranted, um, you know, being being drafted. And uh, there's a lot of Aussies that have been retained as oh, well. Okay. The, the likes of um, Maxwell, Marsh, Cummins, Hazelwood. Yeah, I think the year that kind of Travis Head, Travis Head has had and the way he plays, like even in the test matches, it's um, to to attack and strike. Like, yeah. yeah, I would have thought he might have got to go. But Ma- well, maybe that's yeah. the way that they thought as well because he hasn't played that much. T20 cricket recently. Still Obviously, is. that's where he made his his rise to fame. Uh, you know, as per the the David Warner model, uh, and and has forged himself a Test career out of being a very good limited overs well, player. We, we we do know mm. that India do not lack batsmen. They don't. Yeah, and that's, that's what we've noticed uh, in the last few years. Yeah. You know, following this league more closely. Um, yeah, they, they want all rounders. They want Pats. quick quicks. Yeah, quicks. So yeah. spinners, spinners and, batsmen, and, and top order. They have a, a dime a dozen over there, yeah. and uh, and that's where they they try to to uh, to kind of invest heavily is uh, is foreign all rounders and foreign quicks. Um, before we move on, I just wanted to go back to T Twenty comps uh, in the Caribbean Premier League. Two teams are owned by IPL and. They have interest in a third team as well. So they're taking over, again, man. Yeah. So that'd be a fourth league that they've got yep. already. Yep. So yeah. There you go. India's moving it. into foreign territory in the cricket world. <laughs> Another country's <laughs> moving into foreign territory in the outside world. Don't know which one. <laughs> Geopolitical, I guess. Ge- yeah. What was that fucking little bum old country we're talking about? Oh, Northern Mariana Islands. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to mention America because I know America. <laughs> America's league is starting off shortly, and I was like, "Hey, you got it if you really want it." Uh, funny. <laughs> Shout out to, to all the people that are listening from the Northern Mariana Islands. Uh, India playing Sri Lanka. They've they've smacked them up really in, in, in three T twenties. Yeah. Uh, Surya Kumar Yadav, hundred and twelve knot uh, yesterday. Uh, looking pretty good. Uh, look, one-way series. India loves to smack people and then not show up in big tournaments. Get at me, Indian fans, <laughs> but uh, that's what you do. Uh, they're looking very good. Uh, I think three ODIs upcoming. Yep. No test matches. So they, they just play these games against Sri Lanka and then essentially it's, it's us that's in February. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Pakistan and New Zealand, a few roll pindi highways. Uh, yeah, played out a draw, I believe. Two draw, yeah, yeah. yeah both both of them were draws. Runs uh, are plenty. Uh, yeah, have you got any uh, scorecards there for us, monks? If you wouldn't mind. Yeah, so. uh, Do you see a weird stat that Pakistan still haven't won in Pakistan? Yeah, because they've had. Well, they we had two draw. Draws. They lost to England, and then and, and then, and then New Zealand. yeah, I think I think that's probably correct. After after returning after a twenty year hiatus, yeah, they might not might need to start thinking about mm, roads aren't a good home advantage for us. Spanning practice, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, few few highways. Uh, what what do we have here? Um, well, New Zealand. Well, Conway got one hundred and twenty two there. Yep. Still good. No, well, Latham got seventy one. So no other real big scores, but they still made four hundred forty nine, followed by four hundred by Pakistanis. It was yeah. the first test. I think that was uh, even even more runs aplenty. Um, Pakistan against New Zealand in the first test there at oh, Karachi. Six hundred. Yeah, yeah, this is uh, this is the one where Baba Azam. He's he's pretty good at cricket. Uh, he made one hundred and sixty-one. Aga Salman one hundred and three, uh, and then New Zealand went out and made six hundred and twelve. Kane William. Kane Williamson, Double Tan, Tom Latham, 113, Devin Conway, 92. Um, 
yeah, runs runs a plenty essentially in that series. Cool. Moving yeah, forward, we'll, what do we got? We got ten left, and Manus is on to throw some rank turners, and they've gone up for a decision. Oh, that's turned. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is a draw. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, that's probably looking a bit high up there. We, I think that's what they're thinking. I no, think yeah, no high, bat, but maybe down like anyways. Um, Big bash, I suppose, for the for the next few weeks, and then uh, bring on that that India series. Uh, that's that's finger looking good uh, from the Colonel in a couple of weeks time. Yeah, yeah, three three four weeks. Yeah, yeah, four weeks. Not bad for the pod either, India and Australia. Jeez, the only yeah, fucking success we've ever had. <laughs> we will cover it extensively. Oh, hang on, hang on. Uh, maybe, maybe clip this. Uh, Australia win 4-0 in India. India suck. Uh, Australia, father of India, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, India, afraid of India. Yeah. As, yeah. yeah. Clip, clip that. Smith is better than Coley. <laughs> All right. That'll wrap uh, up our cricket chat. Um, in summation, Australia, very good, disappointing uh, series from South Africa. They, I think they need to work mm. on that, that top six. Uh, especially when they go away, really liked what I've seen out of uh, out of Nokia, and uh, I think Marco Janssen has a has a long test c- career ahead of him. But um, I think we hit the nail on the head that you know we're two great bowling attacks going into this series, and then maybe some question marks about the top order for the South Africans, which I think mm. is kind of being found out. We um, have two blokes that average sixty. Yeah. So yes, and they're playing at home. Yeah, well, we have and three bokes in the top four. Like. And Usman's in the fucking form of his life yeah. and Warner with a monkey on his back uh, <laughs> had something to prove. <laughs> yeah. And we've got a bloke that bats five and doesn't give a fuck and just goes out yeah. and strikes yeah. at 120. So, and then the big unit can come out if you really yeah. want. So, like, yeah, and I think that was probably the, the big difference a year is the top order for the South Africans. So what, like we thought leading into previewing this, yeah. well, it might be with the difference in these series, which it was. Yeah, we rule at cricket again. It's great for, you know, things that don't really pertain to my life that give me an inflated <laughs> yeah, sense of self-worth, um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we rule, you stink. Um, see you next time. Yeah, nine yeah. overs to go. With respect. Needed. <laughs> Draw incoming. Boys, let's go yeah. across the ditch. The, the big story really that's taken not just the NFL world but maybe the world by, by um, Storm this week, um, pretty rare to see the scenes that we saw out of Cincinnati um, during the week, Monday Night Football. Uh, DeMar Hamlin, um, if, you, if you didn't see it. Pretty, haven't seen the story. So. Pretty, pretty routine kind of, kind of tackle on T. Higgins. Higgins correct. Mm. Cops a shot to essentially the left left chest sort of area from, from Higgins' shoulder, yep. gets back up, he's fine, and then then drops, drops to the ground. It, loses, shut, it shuts down. Loses consciousness. Um, nine minutes of CPR performed on the ground. Uh, it was reminding me of Christian Eriksen last Yeah, Eriksen's like, probably the biggest last year, sports, sports star that people would know about. Having, this, having so. a cardiac event on the field of play in a primetime game. Yep. Mm. Um, and just – only midway through the first quarter. Like, yeah. Yeah, they only just kicked off really. The thing that's been very encouraging for me, I suppose, was was the response and just everyone getting around, DeMar Hamlin and just, you know, football took took a back seat, didn't it? And, uh, and you know, this young man's life um, 
you know, was was on the line. He yeah. he's woken up. He he's been extirpated, which means he's not on on any breathing support in the intensive care and anymore. And and he said, "I love you, boys," to to his to his teammates, which yeah. is which is by by all accounts, what they're reporting is like all his uh, motor functions and everything. He's all still there, like in, doing CPR for for that long period of time. There's yeah, always he's concern. concern. Mm-hmm. Um, that, yeah, that you know, how's it going to affect affect him afterwards? And it sounds like he's all there um so we'll have to see um what 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 comes of that for him um for his career wise i know the buffalo bills will take care of him yeah forever i know the the nfl fraternity um loves him i think it was a probably a big moment for the nfl not really having anything of say the serious nature happen ever before within a game has there been deaths early early in the nfl well can you if if you go back to leather helmet helmet days you'd have had like well, they, they created helmets essentially because they were getting skull fractures. So mm. it wouldn't surprise me if they had some long-term effects, if not um, deaths playing in the early years. Mm. But nothing in, you know, say the modern NFL that we no, know no. of. Um, uh, nothing for a very long time. Nothing like that, um, I would say. And prime, prime time. Prime time. End, I, of, end of the year, big yeah. game, defending, I, I, defending I, I was, Super Bowl. I agree, agree. I was quite you know, impressed with the NFL because I know the NFL can – you know, not really give a shit about their players at some points. And it's like the, the game's a game. We've got revenue money to be made, mm. um, you know, and wouldn't have surprised me if they forced this game to go ahead yeah. or try to do it the next day kind of thing. But they've uh, been really compassionate about it and, and everyone kind of involved in it has been really compassionate about it. And I think um, that was great to see, especially from the NFL, to, to show that, he, you know, even uh, one man's life was uh, more was bigger than the NFL, yeah. which, was, which was huge. And I wonder as well the influence of the players as well yeah. and just saying coaches, like you, you can see owners, how shook up, yeah. you know, players from both sides but especially the, those Buffalo Bills guys and those guys in that defense. Yeah. Some of the quotes from Zach Taylor and uh, McDermott, then, you know, Taylor just saying just, all he said is I need to be with my guys, there's no point playing a football game. And, yeah. like, mm. and then the same thing with Bengals was like, cool, we're good with that. Mm. You know, yes, <laughs> this is, you know, super key for both of us uh, seeding-wise for, for playoffs but – um, you know, it's not the right time to be playing football. So mm. I, I hope, you know, from this, uh, I assume the NFL is going to learn a lot about hearts um, and uh, yeah, what's, you know, the, the impacts of hearts. What's uh, your understanding on what actually happened? Well, I've, I've, I did I've, a bit, I've of, seen, bit of YouTube. Yeah, you, um, you're throwing Dr. Sean out there. It's, <laughs> uh, I've seen a bit like, um, you know, the impact of depending on the rhythm of the heart yep. and depending on how strong your wall is of your know, your chest and that Possibly, as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you've you've hit it on the right rhythm to essentially shut it down. Yeah. Um, and you know, turns it off. I've seen some other theories. You know, maybe it's a back concussion. The brain shuts down, which then turns everything off. Don't think I, so. I, I, don't, I don't agree. I don't mm. think so. Um, I and maybe an undiagnosed heart defect. Like no, I see. See, that was my first thought. That was my first thought. What From what I've seen, there's a there's a thing that can happen called commotio cordis, which I think is the one, which is why everyone. Thinks it was. Yeah, um, which you normally see in baseballers or an ice hockey yep. key, like goalie and it's a it's a blow to directly to the, the left side of your yeah. chest yep. and it has to happen during the T wave, yep. which right. is a tiny yep. little bit during, you know, the an ECG and you see the uh, yeah. You know the the spikes and that. Might it's, as it's, well it's buy the last, a lot of tickets. The That's last little bit. Rare, yeah. So so you have to have that happen at that time yeah. and just essentially bad luck. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I 100% think it was that, you know, the other things, your know, theories of what potentially could be. My the, vac- point, the vaccine, dude. That was it. My point being I think the NFL is going to do a lot of research and I think they're going to learn a lot about hearts. It, se- it seems like a freak 
yeah. accident. It does. That, um, it wouldn't surprise me if they change the shoulder pads a little bit to add something a little bit. Because yeah. most shoulder pads only cover the pocket pec area and they don't really go down lower. Under, yeah, um, quarterbacks, they all wear yep. the flat jacket or, mm, you know, yeah. rib protection as well. Mm. Wouldn't surprise me if more guys take that or they add a little something, you know, on the front of there, just, mm. you know, just a bit of extra something to, you know, give a bit of strength in that, that area potentially. Um, so you don't get something like that. But I think the point is a lot of research probably go into that. Yeah. They're going to learn a lot, which hopefully will benefit not just the NFL but a lot of um, other leagues and other sports, the lower levels of the sports. Yeah, so that's so, right. Yeah. yeah, make it safer overall for everyone because, yeah. um, you know, we've we've seen some of that. We definitely saw it with Ericsson. It's like it's a thing that's um, – it's not frequent, it doesn't happen, but it does happen. So mm-hmm. uh, the more we learn from it and the better we can have, you know, you don't want guys in their, you know, 20s to be dying of heart attacks on football fields. So Yeah, but yeah. It, there's also the freak aspect of it. We're watching yes. cricket and yes. you, you, the mind goes back to Phil Hughes it's, it's, and, and yeah. you know, it's like you yeah, think well, you pro- think playing cricket it's, it's a reasonably safe sport to, to be playing. Unfortunately, True. the nature of, of how fragile we are as, as human beings, yes. um, you know, yeah. that there are freak occurrences that, yeah, that can happen. Still a 140-kilometre-an-hour ball coming at you will hurt. Of course. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, I've, you know, using that as an example, what's come from that, you know, a lot of research into helmets, a lot of yeah. additions potentially yeah. into the helmets to cover the, the back yeah, of that, that area. Yeah, that little bit that, that, that covers yeah. the back of the head. So, you know, I expect – you know, that sort of stuff will come into the NFL, definitely. Because mm. the vision, the scenes, um, you know, even some of the talking to some players, I know that I can't remember the Buffalo player, uh, it was like, hey, I'm going to get all my money now. I'm going to be playing the, play the NFL, but my son, he's not doing it. So, you yeah. know, that, that, the yeah. vision, is you, you, the younger guys, you want the NFL has to respond to make it safer, do the yeah. signs because mm. um, they yeah. don't want the mums and dads, you know, the next generation and generations of potential football players to be turned off um, for that reason. And, uh, you know, some of the NFL players are like, yeah, this is – I've made this decision for me. I'm not going to allow my children to, to do it. So, mm. you know, it, it, it's a glad day out of sport. All, the, is, all yeah. the sport, all the contact sports are that way. Um, and, yeah, there is inherent risk in all of them. Any other final points? Um, yeah, so um, keeping on with sad news and sad stories. Uh, so there's been two – Two deaths, um, one on field um, was Chuck Charles Hughes um, back in uh, 1971. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a heart attack – oh, sorry, a stroke. Um, Jesus. Which um, – or a blood clot that mm-hmm. became lodged in his heart. Mm-hmm. Um, so whether that's directly related to um, yeah, on field. Correct. That, 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 could, have, that could have just happened on, on the field. Yeah, he might have had yeah. it, got dislodged mm-hmm. and then ended up that's in his heart it. and – that's all she's right. Yeah. Um, and the most recent uh, football-related death, um, Corey Stringer um, for Minnesota Vikings. Um, it wasn't during the regu- during the season. Uh, it was on the practice field. Um, he died from exertionary heat stroke. Jesus, um, yeah. Too, too that's, that's wild to think, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely like mm. training camp practice sort of thing. Like mm. that's probably where Minnesota. you'd be mm. – most likely to understand that you don't need to push it. Mm. Um, yeah. Well, I guess, again, if you're playing for a spot on the team, starting position, then. Yeah, you know, there's fringe practice squad guys, et cetera. Like, yeah. yeah. It's, it's well, actually, okay. he, was, he was a pro bowler, so I don't think it would be oh, yeah. a, a fringe just, player. He's so. just putting in, putting in extra effort. <laughs> yeah, so. Crazy to think, isn't it? Absolutely yeah. crazy. Anyways, yeah. um, obviously, 
Well, uh, we'll continue we'll, to follow the story. Yeah. We're happy, and, you know, mm. it's a great result. That yeah, happy that, happy that he's awake exactly. and, and responsive, responsive and um, and yeah. hopefully uh, he makes a full recovery. Yeah, let's <laughs> hope he goes away like Ericsson did. Yeah. Um, makes recovery, gets mm. back in the top flight league and um, can continue his career. Probably good news story out of this as well on top of the fact that he's still alive and he's um, coming back to health. Um, he started a charity um, where he wanted to – he wanted to raise fifty grand to Toy, donate toys, toys to kids. Yeah. Toys for kids. Um, yeah. Yeah. Seven, seven million. Now? Seven, eight million. Eight. Yeah, it was eight when I saw it yesterday. Yeah, mm. uh, USDs. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, obviously, and we obviously saw some of the games, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, massive tributes to him. Yeah, yeah. across the um, on field. Yeah, um, stadiums, um, decals, yeah. Um, bands. I think there's yeah, there's all sorts of things. So yeah, it's yeah, uh, a bit I of think, an outpouring of love. Um, yeah, RG three. I think commenting on whatever. Uh, college football games had uh, Hamlin's shirt on backwards with his name and yep. yeah. number on it, um, just making everyone aware. So, yeah, yes. So, if we go to the implications for football, because officially that game was cancelled, yep. Mm. Um, so there was no result. Um, the, the big impact, of course, ends up being with AFL seeding, AFC, sorry, seeding. Um, so. If, depending on how it goes, because I think you said in the intro, Kansas City is the one seed. Yep. Uh, there could be two one seeds. So uh, it's depending on the ruling. Yes, because Buffalo could also get the same, could have got the same record if they completed that game. So have they? So is that game going to end up as a tie in the books, no, or it, how are they going to do it? No result. So okay. Uh, which would mean if if Buffalo wins out, they'd end up technically on the same seeding. Uh, so I think there's going to be a neutral site involved. So they're going to find somewhere to do, um, uh, you know, say if they make it through mm-hmm. to the AFC Championship game, mm-hmm. where we're getting at, mm-hmm. that it'll be a neutral site that they play at. Um, some chat about Pittsburgh maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also some chat about the seedings for some of the other teams because of this, um, maybe for the Bengals, that there could be coin tosses involved um, to decide uh, <laughs> whether they're seven and eight. So it's, yeah, they've... There's a big long list um, the owners got together. They approved the rule set, mm. um, which was a Saturday for us yesterday, uh, of what will go forward. So, yeah, they have to see it's going to be a little bit interesting. Um, I think it'll let ma- it'll matter less if Buffalo, say, loses and uh, Cincinnati win because I think then they'll all have a clear seating. Um but yeah, like it's it's going to be a little bit interesting. Uh, but I guess the main thing is who can make the playoffs. Everything else really doesn't matter at this point. Mm-hmm. Denver Broncos don't going to get a new head coach. They fired them one. Mm. Derek Carr got sacked, but they're not playing playoffs. Um, so we don't care about that. Let's talk about where we're going to end up. Uh, so the NFL playoff picture as it stands for the AFC, we've got New England Patriots at seven taking on Bills two, Ravens at six, Bengals at three in their matchup, and that'll be a big one. Uh, Chargers aren't playing Jacksonville. Well, at the moment, the matchup is Chargers uh, Jacksonville, which is five and four. The Chargers have uh, Denver, and the wild card by at the moment is Kansas City at one. So that might have changed. No, that probably confirmed for Jacksonville. Um, yep. So Jacksonville winning earlier have so, clinched. So, they're in. so they yep. have won uh, for Tennessee. Um, other teams that have clinched: Bills, Chiefs. Bengals and Ravens are all in, as well as the Chargers. So that means New England out of that list is the only ones that can miss out. If I got that right, yeah. Now the Jags have clinched theirs. Yep. 
Yep, that sounds about right. Miami, if New England lose and Miami win, does that change things? I think that might be in the list. We'll go down that in a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the NFC, currently you've got the Seahawks potentially taking on the 49ers. The Giants are in taking on the Vikings. They're confirmed in, which is big. Confirmed in, yep. Mm. Cowboys confirmed in um, taking on Tampa Bay. Oh, well, I guess for that um, we've got the Eagles, of course, with their first round bye. Uh, confirmed out, of course, from last week is the Commanders. They didn't make it in, so we didn't mm-hmm. get the whole division. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, <laughs> which would have been wild considering that, wild. that division yes. two years ago was due to – Yes. Yeah. Um, they've actually called that cricket game even with six overs to go, I believe. They've mm. said that's enough. Yeah, early beer. Yeah, might as well. Um, teams that have clinched, so 49ers, Vikings, Buccaneers, Eagles and Cowboys and Giants are all in there. Thinks so there's that, one spot. Yeah, it leaves the Seahawks potentially as the ones that could miss out. Well, the, well, the Packers can can get in. We'll talk about them in a second. Yes. So if we run through mm-hmm. the AFC playoff scenarios, mm-hmm. so we've got Kansas City are taking on the Raiders. Um, beat them today. Beat them today. Um, so they will clinch the one seed um, uh, or they will equal with Buffalo, depending on what we said before. If Buffalo loses, they'll definitely be one. Uh, we talked about Jacksonville. They beat the Titans, so they have clinched the AFC way mm-hmm. with their win and are through. You feel for Derrick Henry, I suppose. A like, little bit, yeah. yeah. You know, Tannehill going down. Josh Dobbs played pretty yeah. well, I, the, I thought, in the last few weeks. Yeah, their receiving core has been kind of all over the place mm-hmm. dealing with injuries. So they've been a ba- banked up this year, the Titans. Um, look for them to bounce back in the following uh, season potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is on that list, Jimmy? Scroll, scroll on down. We've got tomorrow uh, our time at, yeah, so at least. Titans are out, as mentioned, because they mm-hmm. lost. Buffalo Bills uh, would have clinched with a win and the K, uh, with K um, would have clinched home field advantage with a win and Kansas City losing, but that hasn't happened. So, they, again, we will, they will only uh, tie mm-hmm. uh, and have to play at that neutral site, as mentioned. New England uh, clinches the playoff fourth if they win and if not – if Miami lose, Pittsburgh lose, and Jacksonville win, so they've got one of those, they will make it in. So, so they can lose the and they just need one other team to lose. Two other teams to lose. Two. They need Miami and Pittsburgh to lose to make it in. I don't know. If I was a Pats fan, because yeah, you're playing I think, the Bills. Yeah. So And the Bills probably still keen to play for the one seed, you'd think. Fucking hell. Even and if and it's could you imagine side? a bit of the fire in the belly of yeah. some of those guys thinking, geez, look. Yeah, yeah well, this, what, what they're playing for is do we want to play Kansas City or a neutral site or do we want to play them in Kansas City? And the week that they've had yeah. as well, yeah. like thinking, fuck. Yeah. I, I think a win and then also, um, you know, not wanting to go to Arrowhead is probably a good thing. Mm-hmm. So that's what they would be playing for. Um, so, yeah, that's a big matchup there. I don't think New Orleans going to do the job. They are depending on Miami losing and Pittsburgh losing. So Miami following that, they've got New York Jets who mm-hmm. are out. Jets confirmed out, which is Just eliminated. Uh, pretty hard pill to take for Jets fans. Mm-hmm. They started five and two, did they not? Yes. Five and one, yeah. something like that. They had a great start to yeah. the season. Yeah. A bit Mike of back Wyatt and forth. And yeah, with quarter, quarterback issues, a mm, mm. uh, bit of chat. They're going to move on from Zach Wilson. The Milf Hunter. Yeah, the Milf Hunter. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. So Miami Dolphins, short film. they need to win and New Eng- they need New England to lose. Pittsburgh Steelers, they've got Cleveland Browns. They need to win. They need Miami and New England to lose to make it in. So, so um, ha- Uphill task for, for Pittsburgh. Yes, yeah. They've got the Browns there, so they should win that game, but they need some results to go there. Not necessarily. They've been playing pretty well and the defence is way better with TJ Watt in it. Yeah, so, indeed, indeed. Um, yeah, we'll have to see what that looks like going forward. 
Flip, we go to the other other conference, uh, NFC. Uh, Eagles have clinched. Will they clinch home field advantage? They just need to win against the Giants. Which you think they do. Yeah, otherwise they just need um, Dallas to lose and San Fran to lose. Don't think that's happening. Yeah, Both and of those teams. what's their record compared to – oh, Dallas. So they do need to win to win the East as well. Because Dallas they, has beaten them. Yes, if they well, and if they lose and That's Dallas right. win, they end up on the same record. Tiebreak is what I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah. tiebreak, yes, Dallas would be would clinch um, the division. Either way, they're going to play in the playoffs. They're just seeding for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, 49ers can clinch home field advantage for themselves if they win, and of course Philly loses that game to New York. Uh, Dallas, they've got Commanders. Uh, they can clinch home field advantage if they win, and then Philly and 49ers lose. Uh, and they, of course, can clinch the division if they win and then Philly lose. So, Hard uh, to see Philly and San Francisco losing. Yeah, I've, mm. I don't think so. These are probably the three best in this division. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Th- that's, I think, where it'll – Well, then it's daylight really, isn't yeah. it, in terms yeah. of records? <laughs> yeah, well, then we're talking now about the CRSO Hawks that are now playing against the last year's Super Bowl champions, the Los Angeles Rams, who are now 5-11. and 11. Uh, um, I've, I think I saw a stat during the week. No team has ever won the Super Bowl and then lost 11 games the next year. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about a Super Bowl hangover. Yeah. Talk about injuries, bro. Yeah, injuries don't help, yeah. do they? So Seattle can make it in if they win and Green Bay lose. Uh, Green Bay have got the Lions. They can Let's make- go. <laughs> it's Sunday night football. Yeah. I- no easy task though. Four weeks ago, I was sitting here. I was throwing this hat away. You quit. You're a Dallas fan. I was a Dallas fan. You know, let's go, boys, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Big fan of Jerry Jones. Great bloke, et cetera. (laughs) Uh, And and now I've done it. I've I've gone back. I said, baby, come back. I still love you, Aaron. Mm -hmm. They've won four in a row. They pumped the Vikings last week. uh, And they're playing, you know, name basis, how, how good on paper. They, they should be. That's the way they've been playing in December. Yeah. That, yeah. that Vikings team probably not for real. But mm, we talk pre- about pretenders. this. Pretenders. Yeah, we're talking about this Packers line. So that's the final matchup here. If Packers win, they're in. Yep. Uh, All if, I have to do is win. If their Lions win. Uh, they need Seattle to lose. They need Seattle to lose and then they are in. Mm. Uh, my preference would be for the Lions to make it to the playoffs considering how – When's long, the last long suffering fans. Yeah. yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Over Green Bay. Come on, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, they've won it off. Yeah, so that would that would get them in in um, into the playoffs, and they're the last last spot essentially is what they're playing for, uh, the last seed, uh, and that's uh, I guess the playoff run. Who who are you feeling out of that? What's what's your thoughts in terms of like moving forward? Like who? Yeah, yeah. Who, who thinks going to make it into the finals? Who do you thinks? Yeah, you know, probably got a, a good head of steam going into the finals. Just give me some thoughts. Thoughts, uh, I watched most of Kansas City and, mm-hmm. and Las Vegas today. Yep. Um, that Andy Reid-led Patrick Mahomes okay. offense is fucking insanity. Like they can do anything at the goal line as well. Um, yeah. You know, you, you think about Travis Kelsey and what he does at, at um, you know, in the red zone and all those little shuffle passes and the rest of it. Yep. And essentially the last six weeks they haven't used – like they haven't used him as a red zone threat – They've got these 
wide receiver reverses, where they hand it off to Kadarius Tony or, or mm. Juju. They've got Jarek uh, McKinnon, you know, getting McKinnon's these, been a huge getting these them. fucking shuffle passes where Mahomes just drags three three defenders and finds him wide open. There's, well, I think they can just do anything, especially in the red zone. Yeah, and yeah. and there's so many teams that march up the field and then they get to the red zone and they fucking struggle. Yeah. yeah. Whereas the the Chiefs, they've just got that uncanny ability to just, to just punch it in. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. I I still think the and I think I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. Their biggest issue, maybe just be the talent level on the outside receivers. Come defensive time. Come when you say playing the 49ers potentially in the Super Bowl maybe, you know, does that not match up well against them? I'd be interested to see how they go playoff-wise when they get into the the really playoff football defences mm. uh, and see how they go, whether some of those guys can um, really carry the load, especially when teams focus on um, Kelsey, can they be the difference they need yeah. to be in those it's, games? It's, it's, it's an interesting point and, and historically defences win championships and you look at, you know, a lot of the teams that have had success in the past and that it's off the back mm. of these strong defences. Mm. I just don't know if there's a standout this year. You look at the 49ers last week and they get fucking lit up by yeah, Jarrett true. Stidham. True. Do you know do you know what I mean? The the Bills defense is pretty pretty stout and yeah. That could be the AFC that that could be the AFC championship game. Yeah. From from me as you know as a neutral and when I watch that offense operate mm. Mm. I just I just don't know which defense is going to be able to to step up. But you are right historically speaking a lot of offenses run into the playoffs and, and they're playing lights out and then a good defence comes in and stamps yeah. them out. Especially, you know, it's a cold time of year, it's cold football. Yeah, where, football. where are you playing? Yep. Yeah. You've got to be able to run the ball, you've got to play good defence. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, typical kind of caveats in coming into the, into the playoffs. Um, you know, we know the freak that Mahomes is, but mm. when you start taking away some of those, those options, what, what, are the, what are they going to do on that side of the ball? So we'll see. Uh, I, I've... I think, yeah, we've kind of talked about it. I, I believe Buffalo and Kansas City are heads above everyone else. I think the Bengals yep. probably yeah. hit yep. their run at the right time. Definitely. Yeah. Play, playing good football at the right time of the year. Yeah. Uh, what's what's a cancelled game of football going to do to their I, I psyche just, and their momentum, I suppose? Yeah, I just don't know how they can make it back to, uh, you know, back to a Super Bowl. <laughs> Um, with a worse offensive line than they did last time, so, mm, yeah. <laughs> which is, which is funny considering how much they invested in trying to make that line better, um, and I think they lost Collins as well. Their right tackle, they paid big money, yeah, yeah. Uh, who's on injury reserve with knee. I think it was ACL. I could be wrong on the ligament, yeah. but either way, you know that's their biggest issue at the moment is protecting Barrow. But mm. outside of that, they're, yeah. they're playing very very good. Um, on the other side. I think the Vikings probably pretenders. I'm not sure if Dak's playing well enough for Dallas to go deep. I think they've been good. And I th- the, I fact, think the be- fact that they've beaten Philly twice. Yeah, I think they're good, but I just don't think, again, when it matters, I'm not sure if Dak's been playing well enough. Well, who's good enough in the I NFC mean, then? Uh, yeah, if you – I do like – the- Cowboys have probably got one of the better defenses. defenses. Yeah. Their defense yeah. has defense been great. They've got the best running game yeah. in, in football essentially. Yeah. Yeah. With, so, with- so the caveat, of course, Dak hasn't had to do – as much as he had to, had to do in and the And that's past. why his numbers aren't, aren't elite because yes. they're just handing it off to Zeke and Pollard who are ripping off true. between them 150 yards. But his yards. turnover numbers are very high. That is true. That is yeah. true. Uh, we just talked about a man named Derek Carr for the exact same amount of intercepts being mm. sat down. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. so, and, you know, Dax played five less games than he had. Um, yep. So there are some, some concerns there with that Dallas team. Um, I don't know. But I, 
you know, the 49ers, again, the question's going to be quarterback. Who's going to be playing quarterback? Jimmy G is expected to be back in that, the middle of like playoffs. Or that's, like, that's interesting, isn't it? Considering how good Purdy, Mr. Relevant's yeah. been yeah. In, in this month. Or they just keep rolling with him. Like, they just keep, you know, just your job, give it to CMC or throw it to, to well, Brandon. Fuck Rush. having to make those decisions, hey. Yeah. Like, seriously, Scott Boland or Josh Hazelwood <laughs> yeah, or, like or, or Brock Purdy or yeah. Jimmy G. Well, they're like, still missing you'd have to. Um, Samuel. So Samuel's mm. got yeah, to come back. Debo's got to come back. Fuck, they've got some weapons offensive. Like we, everyone talks about yeah, the health. San Francisco defense and how stout they are. Well, their offensive line is their, great too. Their offense is good, and they're they're playoff built. Yeah, okay. you know, it's not like they're the, they're the polar opposite to the yeah. Kansas City Chiefs so with, with the gadget plays and the passing game. I, I, I just can't wait for, for the football. Packers to make it in, make it a championship game, and lose the 49ers again. Well, <laughs> they they probably if the hey, Packers hey, hey, if hey. the Packers make the it, Bucks are still in there. Yeah, <laughs> and that'd be an interesting matchup, wouldn't it? Between two two former goats, aging goats. I think the ba- Bucks team's an interesting one. I don't know you mentioned it because I think their offense has all the weapons and. Tom Brady's kind of got hot post-divorce, um, new partners, et cetera. Um, how, how old is she? Half your age plus seven. She's too young. She's too young. She's definitely well too young. Um, She's close actually, half your age plus seven. Uh, but, the golden rule. But, you know, they're, they're offensively playing really well and, you know, Mike Evans has kind of turned it up a notch in the last yes. month as well. Oh, they're, yeah, they're, they're healthy on offense, mm. getting yeah. a bit of protection there for Tom. The defense is probably the question mark, and they still have a lot of the guys there. They've just mm. been probably playing unders since their last Super Bowl. Yeah, this this year they haven't been as good as they've been in the past. But you never know. Again, playoffs they could get hot. Yeah, disregard the record and see where they go. They've got the go. Like <laughs> who knows? It'd be a juicy matchup. It's looking like Tampa Bay and Dallas, perhaps. Mm-hmm. So that'd be a juicy uh, wild, be, wild card matchup. And would that that's, be, that's the, that'd be the biggest test. And that'd be Tampa at home as well, wouldn't it? Tampa at home. Have yeah. That'd be the biggest test yep. for Fire the, Bucks the out of any of those teams. I'd say. You're Dallas most scared about like, Dallas. Dallas's defense. There's, um, there's something about Minnesota and New York which screams well, not, yeah. not for real. Yeah, well, think, you're talking about defenses. Yeah. Minnesota's got the worst defense in, of all those teams in the mm, list. Mm. They have, they've been putrid. Um, the only reason they're there is because Kirk Cousins and that offense has been putting up points <laughs> to keep them in games. So. What does uh, Jefferson need? He needs 193. Uh, so unlikely. Yeah, I think he needs to, like that's two to get, receptions that's to get, or something. to get the league yards record, record which is fucking which nuts. Is, Calvin's record, yeah, Megatron's. So. Mm-hmm. Um, is that tick over two thousand? Yeah. No, 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 not, no. Nineteen, maybe. Yeah, it's a hundred. No, it's one thousand nine hundred and fifty something. Like it's yeah, nineteen hundred. Yeah, nineteen hundred. So, um, yeah. Also, you know, Jefferson's got an extra game, and he's still still going to go um, very close, and mm. needs a big game um, tomorrow to finish it off. So yeah, interesting times ahead. Playoff we'll, football. We'll know tomorrow. Uh, this yeah, time we'll, tomorrow we'll know we'll what, the, what the matchups will be. Yes. Let's just talk briefly. We don't talk much college football on the Esky, but, you know, national championship. We, we may, may as well. TCU, bro. Yeah, the horns, yeah. the horny frogs. Yeah. <laughs> no, the horn frogs, sorry. The not, horn. not the horny frogs, the horn frogs. <laughs> I knew what I said. Uh, they, 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 they take on Georgia Monday night. So they, they clear yeah. the NFL schedule and the, then they have the, the playoff, the playoff, well, the, the final of the, of the college game. Georgia trying to go back-to-back. They haven't mm-hmm. lost a game this year. And uh, TCU, uh, to look up the record books for, for this one, won a national championship back in 1938. <laughs> yeah. 
It's been a while. Been a while. Been a while. Uh, you guys catch any of the se- those semifinals last week? I saw some of the highlights from some of them. Yeah, I insane, the, dude. Like, yeah, yeah that game. Oh, but like both, both of them. That that Georgia Ohio State, like they were just scoring at will, yeah. back and forth, back and forth. And uh, and the Wolverines, uh, not Hugh Jackman, uh, the the Michigan uh, Wolverines, they <laughs> did their best to lose that game. Like there was there was yeah. pick sixes, mm, there was yeah. questionable coaching decisions, and they only just lost. So um, uh, the 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 pinnacle really of of college football uh, is is you know late December, early January. How good – like I know it's been around for eight years, but actually having a playoff system would love to see quarterfinals come into it Well, I think well. they're expanding it. They're going to add they? two teams more. So if, what are so they, eight at the moment? To, I think they're going to ten. No, there's four. In the, oh, okay, so they – In the pla- – it, there's just a semifinal and, and, and a final. I can't remember the exact numbers, but I, from memory they were saying that I think it's next season they're expanding it. So they could go to adding teams. Well, six would be interesting. You could have the two best teams in football have a week off, and then three versus six, four versus five, a la uh, English football championship. That's what they do, yeah. and then and then go into it like that. Three. I'd love to see eight. I'd love to see yeah. like, I like think it's three extra games. Yep. Uh, for for the teams, however, if you want to win a national championship, you have to play two extra as it is. Yep. So it would be one more game, mm-hmm. and then you could bring in you know a. a a final eight kind of scenario. Yep. Yeah, I think there's potential there for, you know, uh, some of the other leagues then potentially to fall into like a six six spot. Mm. Not just be all sec um, at the top there. Like, yeah. Well, interestingly this year, only one sec team. Yeah, yes. Which is yeah. which is quite different. To, very different. To the way that it has yes. been. Well, yeah. no Alabama is. Is, is, is a massive. Is, uh, yeah, it's it's quite unusual in, in terms of the last few years. That, you get my point. It's, it's yeah. Like, yeah, it's. You know, not just the the top leagues getting a Guernsey. It's like all the other ones having more potential chances than mm. to, you know, then you become, I guess it becomes a little bit like a Champions League playoff. Like you get a, all the top teams from each of the, the various conferences, yeah. the various yeah. leagues, then trying to play off for who is the best college team in college football. So, Sweet 16 would be nice. <laughs> You did what? You just, making it, wild, you just make it a season longer. So. Yeah, I know. Did you get an answer, Jimmy, on any potential expansion and then there? Uh, no. Whispers. Uh, not yet. Whispers. Uh, yeah. Whispers is what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I, I think it's too much money in it for them not to. I think there's yeah, been conversations it, about it for a while. But Back to earlier in the pod, the, the money tends to talk. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There was some chat during the week about Harris Jr., of course, uh, for Marvin. Marvin's son. Harrison. Harrison. Sorry. Harrison. Mm. Just say Harris. Sorry, I meant Harrison. Son of, son of Harris. <laughs> yeah, son of yeah, Harris. Son, son of, uh, son of Harris Junior. Yeah, Junior. Because mm. um, he can't declare for the draft till next year, but he would potentially be like a top five pick, the number one wide receiver taken this yeah. year if he could come out. But mm. he can't declare. So again, that whole system's come up about conversations. I personally still kind of like it. Um, I prefer, you know, I guess. Say the basketball model. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. Get your college degree, you do some education, you come out as a uh, more formed man in your early twenties uh, mm. versus, say, what you get in the rugby league where you got. I wasn't that seven- formed when I came out of uni. <laughs> I'm not that formed at 32. <laughs> yeah, true, but it's better than a 17 or 18 year old like you might get in the rugby league, which yeah. is well, yeah. Well, it's a lot. Yeah, it's, we, it's uh, a lot of spotlight for a young man, yes, isn't yes. it? Yeah. So you know, some of those uh, earlier formative years, especially with education, you know, you get you're actually getting. Free education uh, for a lot of those guys mm. on on um, scholarships. So, um, 
yeah, I've, I, I still kind of lean to it. Yes, the NCAA makes fuckloads of money off these guys and they make nothing. That's that's but, my concern. Yeah, I think they're, they've kind of – they're slowly starting to alleviate some of that and, they, you know, players are making a bit more money mm-hmm. off their likeness, et cetera, you know, doing ads and th- the like. But it's interesting. Then Michigan, the story about Jim Harbour, um, they're being investigated for recruiting violations – because he bought the recruit a cheeseburger. So. That's so <laughs> dumb, dude. <laughs> yeah. So, um, All the money that they're spending on that cheeseburger investigation <laughs> needs to go into Brett Favre. <laughs> yes. And, and Someone just do go, his taxes. Bro. Yeah. Or I don't know. Give it to chat. Like, you yeah. know, get a few yeah. homeless people off the street. Yeah. I've been to America a few times. I've noticed <laughs> there's, a, there's a stark difference between our country and theirs. You know, yeah. like – what? Why are you doing this? It's a cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's an insignificant thing, and it's know, so dumb, man. Yeah. Like it's it's not insignificant. It's it's stupidity. Yeah, hey, it could have been a really good cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe it's All the cheeseburger talks. <laughs> it's the how, reason how many he hundred dollar bills was Michigan. in that cheese dog, cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> eat, it, eat it. No one will see. <laughs> Got to sift through your shit and get the get the Benjamins out. Yes. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's dumb, man. The, out of all the things that that country. Doesn't do well, um, you know. Investigating things like this is is silly. Yeah. Mm. So you know, Jim's uh, kind of. I think he was reconfirming he was going to stay at Michigan for as long as he could. Some of these rumors started floating around. He's like, "Hey, Denver, how's that head coaching job looking?" Uh, so you know, some rumors there. Sean Payton, etc. We'll have to see what happens. But mm. uh, we'll cover that in the weeks to come. Because uh, what was it? Denver's without a head coach. Carolina's without a head coach. Mm-hmm. Is that it? For now. For now. I believe, yeah. For now. I, yes. I believe. Oh, Texans, I think, may get rid of Lovey Smith. That's the rumours. They might change it up. But we'll see. They're going to have the one pick. Young's probably going there. Yeah, Bryce Young. Mm. We'll have to see how that all plays out. It's probably enough NFL. Let's talk some yeah, hoops. Curry sets, fires, puts it up. Bang! Pretty crazy few weeks in terms of uh, individual performances mm. in the NBA. We've mm. seen uh, a few kind of team records get broken in terms of points per game. We'll start in the East. Uh, it's It's been interesting, actually, since our last pod. The Celtics and the Bucks have sort of come back to earth a little bit. And uh, yep. that middle of the pack, particularly the Brooklyn Nets, uh, well, that you can't even call them middle now. That they've gone into two, uh, have been playing really well. Let's start at the top of the East in the Celtics. Um, like I said, you know, dropped a few games. Uh, they still hold first, but it's it's really tightened up at the top of the table. There, uh, Robert Williams the third has been back. Uh, they're kind of load managing him. Uh, he's playing about nineteen minutes per game, and that man Jason Tatum continues to play lights out. However. There is a new MVP favourite who uh, we'll we'll mention later when we get to the West. The Nets. Does he not like Batman? Uh, Good question. We'll we'll see. We'll get checked out later. Batman, Robin. Joker. Joker. Oh, oh, he's not the favourite. He's not the favourite. Does not Uh, like Batman. Joker. I was like Riddler, Penguin. uh. (laughs) (laughs) You went to the ones that aren't the the classic arch enemy is the Joker. Yeah. You know – I, I haven't yeah. seen many. I know it's DCs. It's different universe. Yeah, uh, yeah. This came up in my group chat. I'm, I'm just. I'm. I don't really get into that world very much. I, I know my little brother would 
you know, would happy to slap. Oh, indeed, and really invested in Avengers and you know Captain America and shit and yeah, I don't know, I don't know. I think I'll just not a virgin. I ain't got two kids, bro. Sit all down. They got my fucking ears as well. They're definitely mine. I don't know. I don't know. And and maybe it's only so much bandwidth, you know. When you, you're trying to you're trying to work yeah. your job Monday to Friday, and you know, maybe Can't watch all the sport. We have a few kids, yeah. Watch watch a bit of sport. Talk some shit on the internet, and then you're just like, dude, I don't care about Avengers Eight. Like seriously, like. Anyways, tangent, tangent. Yeah. Uh, no, the Joker has not become has not become the favorite for the MVP. Okay, it's, it's another man in the West. We'll get to that in a sec. Let's talk the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, they, they won 12 in a row um, and, and they lost to the Bulls to, to break that streak. Uh, I don't know if you guys followed much of the Kyrie hoopla in the, in the you know, sort of well, latter end of I 2022. Guess, I guess the question is, did he do his service? I think that was the – well, Yeah, he things. sat out his five games and he's been, to his credit, has been playing phenomenally. Yeah. Uh, really. Keeping his mouth quiet playing basketball. Just, yeah, like – I don't know. That guy, like, it's not quite Kanye cooked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, it's a good level I don't think you'd be Kanye. as cooked as Kanye. <laughs> no, yeah. It's levels of shit and I don't think anyone's on that level. Yeah, uh, yeah. but just, like, you can't question the, the way that he plays on the court, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. I agree, agree. How's, uh, our, how's our boy Ben Simmons been doing? Really good as well, uh, cleaning the glass, uh, has what, high assists. Defensive assist. role very yeah, much? Yeah, essentially, yeah. I, think he's, he's, I don't think he even averages double-digit points a game. But, uh, yeah. In this team, though, that's exactly what you that, It's like he's a starter. You don't want to call the bloke a role player, but yeah. he mm. like his role is to, you know, take – Get get boards, get assists. And and take their best their best offensive player a lot of the time. So And he, he's been playing lights out and, and – Kudos to him. Mm-hmm. Um, Paddy Mills sort of seeing a bit more of a reduced role over there at the Nets. Uh, you know, age, the old father time starting to play a little bit of a factor. I think he's 34. I don't think he's Well, he's they've got all old. their starters back playing as well. Like last yeah. year they had a bunch of guys in and mm. out of the team, which mm. allowed Paddy to play more. So, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, the big thing for him is probably making sure Ben Simmons is um, in a happy place. Indeed. 34? 34. Yeah. 34, yeah. For, for Canberra's own, but – who knows, man? You look at LeBron, you know, would look at the NFL. Uh, age is just a number. Yep. Yeah. The Bucks sit in third. Uh, they're 25 and 14. Uh, they actually had lost four in a row in um, in that sort of lead up to Christmas. Uh, got spanked yesterday by the Charlotte Hornets of all teams. I punted on them. I had uh, Bucks to win, Giannis overs. Giannis had nine points. Thanks for coming. In the lead up, though, uh, had put up numbers like uh, 55, 43, 45. He'd been pretty <laughs> Yeah, didn't he have like uh, four games over 40 or something? I think, yeah, like ridiculous. Sort of record. Ridiculous. And then the Esky curse obviously extends to the, the yeah, Peps punting curse. Oh, yeah. that, that's why he played uh, garbage yesterday. Yep. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw uh, on Thursday the, the Raptors game, they were 21 points up with Four minutes to go. Uh, Sports Centre, Scotty Van Pelt with his beautiful bald dome uh, ran us through this one. Teams in that situation, 6,619. And I'd be pretty unlucky to lose. They didn't lose. They pushed it to overtime and won in overtime. But, uh, yeah, it was nearly a a miraculous ballsing up of of a good lead there. And uh, let's talk talk about Aussies and and older Aussies. Joe Ingalls, Jingling Joe. 
He's been playing a few minutes, uh, returning back from his ACL. Uh, that was at the well, at the Olympics, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yes. I think so. Yeah. Um, playing, playing a few minutes, like not mm. – he's obviously, you know, just off the bench kind of, you know, sit, sit on the wing and try and jag a three now and then. Uh, but he's the oldest Aussie ever to be playing in the NBA now mm-hmm. at 35 and however many months. And he's on a one-year deal, so there's no guarantee that he'll be in the NBA next year, let alone yep. on a good team in the NBA. Mm. So for for Jinglin Joe to get a championship ring, you'd think it's a uh, 2023 or bust. Yes, yes. Yeah, oh, he's on a good squad though, so we'll see how they go. Fucking oath. Yeah. Cavaliers, they, they sit in fourth. You guys see Donovan Mitchell during the week? Seventy-one, bro. <laughs> Poor Bulls. <laughs> 70, I, I had to double check the phone. I was like, are you sure? 71? <laughs> um, so eight, He's in a good place now. Like oh, he, yeah, he dude. Much happier, it sounds like, over there in Cleveland. Eighth uh, biggest game in NBA history. Mm-hmm. A lot of that list is Wilt Chamberlain as well, above him. Yep. Well, yeah. Uh, most points by an NBA player since Kobe mm-hmm. uh, when he had the 81-pointer back in 2005, I think, 2004, something like that. That's wow. wild. Yeah. It's, it's, That's huge. Quite some time. Quite yeah. some time, and uh, the Cavs looking—you know—their front office looking pretty sharp after after acquiring him, and mm-hmm. uh, you know the mm-hmm. chemistry obviously with, with Garland and um, and the, and the rest of the Cavaliers uh, seems to be looking okay. Yeah, I really like where they're going. I think S- they've built well. Sixes look okay. Tyrese Maxey stepping it up mm-hmm. a little bit. Obviously, Joel Embiid and, and James Harden pretty good. Embiid their their main points. Get a uh, harden their most uh, most dimes. Um, have you guys seen that hustle movie? Oh, is I haven't seen it, but I know of it. Yes, watch uh, it during the week. Yeah, it's got. Um, is it Bogdan? Yeah, yeah, that's well, well. He he, uh, big old uh, Bob and Marianovich, who uh, yes. some of my friends yeah, say yeah. I look like him. <laughs> <laughs> look, he's in the NBA, seven foot four. You know, yeah. probably huge hog. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, he's got the same nose as you, bro. Yeah, yeah, see, I'd, I'd probably take offence. <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless, yeah. he's not the main character. It's no, Adam Sandler and uh, and Queen Latifah. If you, yeah, they're, they're, yes. they're, they're, the, they're the old married couple yep. in that one. They make it work. And uh, and Juancho uh, Hernana Gomez is the is the uh, protagonist, if you will. He can kind of act. There's a scene where he's a bit teary and that. I don't know if the you know the language barrier or whatever plays into it, but it's um it's not a bad movie. There's um. NBA cameos throughout. Yes. Yeah. Anthony Edwards plays a guy called Kermit. <laughs> <laughs> Kermit the Frog. Patrick Mahomes says hi. <laughs> nah, I love you, Patty. Uh, I don't know why. That's just it's mostly set in, in Philadelphia, yep. so that's why I brought it up here. <laughs> Next, uh, middle of middle of the pack. Now it's starting to get like, look, they probably don't win the East, but. Kudos to well, need you to guys. start have some runs and like the next day they've had a four game winning streak in twenty two uh, and eighteen mm. so you know Randall back playing well Brunson Brunson been good I think he had a career high during the week uh, but yeah you look at like, like the likes of the Pacers you know they play good team ball like um, yeah. Tyrese Halliburton's playing really well Buddy Hill um, you know Miles Turner they're they're all been okay but you don't see them bothering anyone I, yeah. s- I suppose I think the interesting one that's probably uh, Miami yeah and yep. they've that note there of Jimmy Buckets back healthy is mm. probably a big reason why they beat a team like the Suns yeah um, and are, you know one of those teams in that middle pack that could push up uh, push their way up into the top 
of the board. And I expect them to, like, I think they're on paper, they're a better team than the Pacers. They're a better team than the Knicks. Then, like, where do they mix into sort of that sort of four or five kind of seed with the Sixers and the Cavs? Like, that's probably where the the question needs to be asked. But I would only expect them, you know, there's still over half a season to go. I only expect them to probably usurp the the Knicks and the Pacers on paper at least. Bulls, Hawks, both under 500. Uh, yeah, so we're starting to talk play in here. Yeah. Um, again, on paper, you'd think the Bulls maybe a little bit better. Well, Hawks, Hawks Trey Young, Young, and you yeah. know, pr- pr- again, just need to start making a couple of runs mm. and putting some form together. Wizards, uh, I think they're probably been playing overs actually. Well, the la- the last few weeks, they I think they won five in a row, and they yeah. knocked off the Bucks, they knocked off the Suns, they knocked off the Seventy Sixers, uh, but they did lose ten, ten in a row. Ten in a row, and when they're bad, they're they're bad. Yeah. Depends so, what team you're getting. Yeah. I, I wouldn't put a line for them, mm-hmm. but, yeah, they might be sort of play in or there or thereabouts. What about the teams below them and the Raptors, Magic, Hornets and Pistons? Raptors, same same as the Wizards, I would say. Don't put mm-hmm. a line through them. Are they going to win a championship this year? No. Mm-hmm. Could they make a play in and, you know, get to the first round of the of the playoffs? Yeah. Perhaps. Uh, but then in terms of lines through them, uh, Magic, Hornets, Pistons, um, Magic, thank God for Paolo Benchero. He's no doubt going to be the rookie of the year. He's a very, very good basketball player. They did mm. they strung together six wins, which is which is impressive. Uh, but I don't think they're bothering anyone uh, come come June. Uh, the Hornets have been have been quite bad, um, unless you know they're playing the Bucks and I'm the Bucks. <laughs> but you know that's that's personal yeah. gripe, perhaps more so than uh, uh, analysis. And the Pistons, they can't catch a break. Um, it happened a few weeks ago, but we haven't, yeah. you know, we haven't potted since. Technically uh, a break, but yeah. Yeah, Cade Cunningham is going to be out for the season. Uh, he's got the, those tibial stress fractures, uh, you know, a little, little micro fracture in the shin. Um, so not a complete break break. Yeah, Dr. Sean, <laughs> just run us through, run us through his recovery uh, <laughs> prognosis, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah. Well, shins suck, so. Yeah. yeah, and it's the same, I think it's the same problems that he had le- leading into the start of his yeah. NBA career. Yeah, especially for big men, like. Um, yeah, yeah, we, well, he's, what, six five, six six, but it's, it's, they suck for anyone. Yeah, true. In, in general. Shins, yeah, stretch Ru- fractions of shins. Runner, pff, run, runners, is a, yeah. obviously there's a lot of running up and down uh, the court involved in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, they, they did have a, a, a nice little highlight uh, sports centre this week, uh, buzzer beater versus the Dubs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was Clay that that uh, had a had a three pointer with about two and a half seconds left, and they thought they were home and they had the you know Pistons got the last possession in in uh, in ball and then Sadik Bay uh, as time expired. Jeez, yeah. I remember this, but. That was one night um, and the rest of the season's looking pretty ordinary yeah. with uh, you know, <laughs> the, the future of your franchise, uh, you know, going – I think he had surgery and um, on, on ice essentially for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about that man, the enemy yeah. of the Batman. We're not talking about the Penguin. <laughs> We're not talking about the Riddler. Uh, talk about the Joker. Any niche Batman fucking references? Raza Ghoul comes to mind. Is that correct? Yes, correct. Yeah. Um, who one. else? Who else is in there? So you are a sweaty little virgin over there. <laughs> <laughs> sweaty, yes, and uh, haven't had sex for years. I oh, know once, once I have a child. What's uh, yeah. <laughs> been the last twelve months? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Nuggets, the Nuggets, they lead the, the West. Yeah, the chat I've been seeing is: Do you think the Nuggets are the most complete team? 
They do have in the West or in the NBA. I'd say West, but even caveat NBA. Like, are they firming as a team uh, to push for potential championship winning? You know, I don't see it just yet. I know that. I, I think in the past, or the, like last year, for example, and um, well, since since Murray's ACL when they lost Murray mm-hmm. and getting him back, getting him into form. That combination with him and Joker is kind of where they've been missing. Mm. They've got that now. Mm. They've got that. They're playing great basketball together. Got a lot of pieces there. Um, so Howard or Gordon? Aaron. Aaron Gordon. Gordon. Mm-hmm. You know, there as well. Like, I think they're playing a lot of, you know, you've got the megastar, the the two-time MVP and uh, Joker, but the guys around him are playing really good basketball as well. Mm. And now they're sitting at the top of the West, um, you know, some of that chat, of course, because where they're at, you know, Joker gone for a three-peat as an MVP, yeah. which would be ridiculous. Yep, yep. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, it's not out of the question. He's definitely playing great basketball. But, yeah, what are your thoughts? What do you th- where do you see the Nuggets? I Yeah, I know that they're leading the West, which which is insane. They're 26 and 13. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I, – I'm not convinced that they're the best team in the West just yet. And then you've got to worry about the Celtics and the Bucks over over on the other side. Yeah. Like you say, healthy Jamal Murray, love to see it. Aaron mm-hmm. Gordon's been very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you you think about the the team kind of impact. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys averaging double digits a game. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so they they're playing great team basketball, which which takes the load off off Joker having to go out and getting a triple-double every fucking single yeah, night. True. But when it comes – But his averages, he's still doing it anyway. Well, yeah. yeah he's <laughs> well, yeah, look, yeah, top it, points, top rebounds, top assists, and he's, he's <laughs> top ha- steals. He's, he's half, a, half an assist short of <laughs> averaging a triple-double. Yeah. My concern is if you go into playoffs and and, and could you imagine if they mm-hmm. make, they make the, the finals as the Western champions, is it too much – to ask of him to night in and night out carry this team because no offense to Jamal Murray and Aaron Gordon and, and, and the likes, I just I just don't see them as a championship winning team. Ooh. I'd like to be wrong. I'd like I'd, I'd like to be wrong. Time think, will tell. Well, we've spoken but they're about they're playing great basketball at this stage. Well, we've spoken yeah. about this year as well. In in that the Warriors are lagging. The Lakers, you know, probably aren't going to be there. Come, well, come, I was going to ask you. Who come summertime, who, who do you think's better in the, the Clippers? West? The Clippers have been underwhelming, really. Yeah. Well, I was, that's the question. Who's better in the West at the moment? Because you got Grizzlies and Pelicans so who kind of jumped up. Yeah, and so, yeah, two and three. Yeah, Mavericks are playing better than they have in the past, but they're you know dependent on Luca. Kings up higher, Clippers up higher, and the Suns. What are they, are the, what's the beam? Beam me up, yeah. Beam me it. up, the Kings. Since, since how, we how about, about that. the Pelicans and the Kings, <laughs> yeah. it's good. Like yeah. I think it's good for the NBA. Yeah. we've spoken. Yeah, we've spoken. So the big, maybe the big teams nausea. in the West, being say the Suns, Warriors, and Lakers, mm. are all you know kind of struggling at the moment. Mm-hmm. In that mm. regards, it's hard to pick, isn't it? Like, and you look at that top four. And they're so reliant on their number one man, aren't, aren't they? The, maybe, maybe the caveat being the Pelicans, like mm. they—they've uh, shown ability well, to to play okay when Zion's not playing. Well, I was but say, when Zion he's back, when hurt again, he so, is, he so. is, and and that—that's uh, hence their slide because they yeah. were, the last podcast we had, they were number one in the West. Um, but they're that top that top four is so dependent, I think, on on. Jokic playing well yeah. for the Nugs, for Jar playing well for the Grizz, for Zion playing well for for the Pelicans, and the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Dallas Mavericks are Luka Doncic and his friends essentially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Having said that, 
Luke has gone into MVP favourite, and if there's mm-hmm. anyone that's ever well, been able to, do you have the favourites up? Do you want to cover that quickly? I think it's ju- he's just put a nose ahead of um, of Giannis mm. and Jason Tatum. Okay, um, but if anyone has Give the capability top. to put a team on his back and just carry them, I think it's Luca. Give us the top yep. five from the names. Yeah, so Luca's there at four dollars. Um, Giannis is four thirty-three. Mm-hmm. Um, same with Joker at. <laughs> Four thirty-three. There you go. Um, yep, and then Tatum, Tatum's there at number four, at five dollars, and then you've got KD uh, rounding out Sevens. the top five at sevens. Yeah, and it kind of drops off, starts dropping off there. Yeah. It's still kind of wide open for for me as a fan. Not really much vested interest. You just see Luca just lighting things up, night in, night out, and watch watch their their Mavs games, and you know like. He he's just I don't know he's above and beyond. Oh, yeah. I think um, anyone in in the NBA at the moment. Yeah, but he's not a big man doing triple double averages. <laughs> that is that, that's <laughs> and he's also true. But then again, your jokes already won uh, two MVPs on that kind of form. But so. that sh- yeah, but priors shouldn't count into this year. I know, I know. But you know, they like to change it up a little bit and nah. Alex for building stars and. <laughs> Should be the numbers. Well, actually, no, I'm wrong. It's the old timers that vote on this, so yes, they, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> it should be the numbers and the numbers alone. Yes. yes. And perhaps performance of team. Do you think mm. that comes into things as well? Uh, yeah, there's no point being the MVP if your team finishes last. So, mm. Mm. yeah, agree. True. So that's probably why Joker has kind of that name. He's risen again back into the MVP conversation because they mm. are, like you said, back at the top. Um, and we'll have to see... See how it plays out. Uh, Lakers check. Yeah, it's still uh, it's past Christmas. Still pretty stinky. I think LeBron mm. is having uh, some kind of crazy interview tomorrow. Some people would say he's been up and down. Like he'd have a great game and then he'd play shotgun. Then a great game. They were playing pretty good with Anthony Davis, but I believe he's hurt. Has been for a few weeks. Um, what is he's got a right foot injury and he actually landed on on Joker uh, and and sort of did something there. It's not too serious. Should be back. Mid, he should be back mid mid January, but uh, definitely James Lakers don't want him missing at the moment. Well, he's been so good. Yeah, he's as been well. Great for them. He was averaging like. 27 and a half, 12 boards, his shooting career high. Like um, he, he's, been, he's been so, so good and they're just not quite the same unit without him. They, they become very reliant on, on LeBron and Russ. Yeah, and LeBron's not the LeBron of previous years to no. carry them into the playoffs and mm. that's why they're sitting there at 12. Uh, middle of the pack, uh, Suns have, have really dropped uh, mm-hmm. over the past month. Uh, they, they went under new um, – uh, new new owner, so yep. so Matt Ishbia um, bought them for a bit, just a casual four billion. Mm-hmm. Uh, he bought the the Mercury as well there in in Phoenix. Uh, so so they're sliding. Uh, be interesting to see, you know, obviously on talent and, and have been you know there or thereabouts the last few years. Uh, what they can do later in the year, the Blazers are also on a little bit of a slide. The Warriors sitting there in ninth again. Expect perhaps to climb up a little bit. Yeah. I, mm. <laughs> I guess it's the concern is because we've kind of, you know, we've talked in the past of let's see where they are at Christmas, um, where they are, and it's post-Christmas and they haven't really made it around. Ra- yeah, they're leaving their run too late. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they're going to have to win a lot of games in the back half and of the Steph, season. Steph's still out for a few more games yeah. as well. So, you know, that really puts a pressure on, on Clay and, and Jordan Poole and, and Draymond. Agree, agree. Dr- so, Draymond got thrown out the other day, a uh, little, little tiff, unlike him. Yeah. Out of character, <laughs> really out of character. Did he, did he punch a teammate? No, he didn't punch a teammate. It was uh, much less 
involved in that. He was uh, having a having a scuffle with a, an opposition player. Oh, okay. So, but just you know, doing what you meant to do. Yeah. Uh, the Jazz have fallen from grace after starting mm-hmm. the season so well. The Timberwolves, I thought on paper, you know, with with that with that big three there and, and bringing in Gobert, I thought they might have done a bit better this year. But yeah, I guess it kind of proves. Well, you know, the question was having all the big men. Is he? You're going to play all the big men at once. Is it really going to work? And so too tall. Far, yeah, it hasn't. Yeah, maybe they are too tall. I can attest as a six foot five white guy. <laughs> Sometimes too tall, no bueno. You hit your head on shit, hard to buy jeans. You know, cock underwhelming for Well, that's your calves is a problem for buying jeans. (laughs) Calves, exactly. Yeah, Yeah. anyone else? (laughs) Yeah, you just need those skinny leg ones and they fit you fine. (laughs) That's it. I'm getting an implant. Uh. (laughs) I'm dead dead set. My ego's taking that much of a fucking bruising from the Uh, man on my left here. I I got plenty of extra here. You can take out of here and you put it in your calves if you want. (laughs) And I'll get slower. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but you look good. (laughs) It's so squishy. You look good doing it. (laughs) Isn't that how Kim K does it? (laughs) Allegedly. allegedly. Uh, Is this a sports podcast? (laughs) Oh, Kim K. Anyways, yeah. uh, Thunder Spurs Rockets. We talk about the bottom three in the East. I think this is the bottom three in the West. Yeah. Hate to say, Josh Giddy's been pretty good, good. Yep. recently, so I'd love to see that out of an Aussie. Uh, but yeah, don't see them uh, bothering anyone. No. Come June, I think. I think you know those three at the bottom there are probably out. Lakers are very close. They're on that precipice again, same as the Raptors were in the um, on the other side. So yeah, it's, they need to start making a run. Marcus, you got some NBA All-Star voting there. Can you run us through the uh, the leaders? Yes. Yeah. Um, so for we'll stick with the West. Um, at the and this is fans only, isn't it? Fans. I believe. Uh, yes. So fans get 50%? Or is it like the Pro Bowl uh, where the fans voted heavily for someone and no one got in? I think, I think the way that it works in the NBA is the fans get 50%. Yep. The players and coaches or something get a quarter and the media get, get a quarter? quarter? Yep. Is that how it works? Yep, that's what it looks like. Okay, cool. Yep. That's not too bad. Um, I think it's yeah, I think they, for the Pro Bowl, for the NFL, it's less. Like fan votes like 25 and then it's like 50. Ah, uh, interesting. And then 25. It's a popularity yeah. contest. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like yeah. you shouldn't run politics like that. Yeah. But I guess <laughs> – <yeah. laughs> How should you run them? <laughs> this is no, this is a sports, this is sports, sports podcast. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. No, yeah. It's huge. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're all for dictatorships here. Uh, on the oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ball <laughs> <laughs> uh, star right. Can you dictate yeah. uh, to us, please, who, who is the uh, the leaders in the in the West and the East? I don't know for if I'll All-Star. dictate, but I'll, I'll try and get through it. That's um, what it is, isn't it? Dictation is, yes. is talking. Yeah, true, true. I'm, yeah. Not great. I'm not great at it. But you're asking James to talk, so there's a, there's yeah. a challenge. We'll get a week later. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so sticking with the West. So Just needs a bowl cut and he'd be sorted. <laughs> <laughs> Some nukes maybe. Fire him over Japan. <laughs> <laughs> He's alluding to Kim Jong. <laughs> can we run – Couldn't figure that one out. Yeah, can we run plays through? All right. We've talked with Kim Kardashian and Kim Jong. Let's, let's, let's we started with Kanye. It's your fault. Oh, oh my fault. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, so sticking with the West, talking about our popularity contest, um, LeBron James front front court um, is Most well surprised. leading the fans vote with uh, three point one mil. A mil more than than the Joker, yeah, essentially. A mil more than Joker, um, who's coming in second at two point two. Uh, Anthony Davis is sitting there at two mil. Um, Zion Williams. Uh, Williams' son. You both have done that. Yes. Yeah, mm. yeah. 
Son of Williams. Son of William, yep. Uh, at yeah. 1.9 million. Then it goes into Wiggins, George, Martin, yeah. etc. So you think the front court has to has to come out of them and with yeah. AD's injury, mm-hmm. maybe a three-horse race between between LeBron, Joker and Zion? Possibly, yeah. Are they picking teams again this year? Like they, they oh, get I don't know. Get voted they change it fucking every year. It's, it's that, you've seen the Pro Bowl this year. It was like, well, be it, like it, games. Yeah, it's tag football, I think. Or like um, so they'll, they'll play a Oz tag like version of flag football. Flag, flag football. football. That's it. Yeah, yeah, we're going. yeah right. Guards? Guards, yes. Uh, so still with the West. Um, obviously, Steph Curry is going to be up there. Mm. Um, 2.7 mil um, as number one. Then we've got Luca. Uh, mm-hmm. 2.3 mil, mm-hmm. um, and it drops off significantly Jar, from yeah. there with with Jar um, sitting at 900. I think this is votes. the probably the the one that makes the most sense. That oh. it, ha- it has to be yeah. Steph and it has to be Luca. You know, yeah. I love my man Jar. <laughs> bold, bold prediction was going to be MVP. Probably not going to happen. But uh, yeah, I, I think yeah. out of out of any. Where's Jar play? Memphis. Memphis. Yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. Not the biggest market, I'm assuming. Yeah, but they're second. True, but like. For fa- we're talking fan vote here. So. Yeah, well, there's a reason yeah. LeBron and the Lakers, LA, <laughs> he's probably got the most votes out of everyone. Popularity contest, Trump sucks. Yes. <laughs> oh damn! I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> delete, delete. Uh, uh, moving across to the East, uh, so front court we've got uh, Kevin Durant mm-hmm. um, is leading at 3.1 mil. Uh, then we've got Giannis Greek Freak at 2.9. Call it three mil there. Then Joel Embiid, 2.2. Uh, Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2.1. Um, and drops off significantly uh, with Jimmy Buckets at 400. Now, this is an interesting one because Tatum essentially could play as your, as your two guard. But mm. d- does he have to be a front court guy because he plays small forward in the NBA or how does it work? Mm-hmm. Well, kind of reverse to the West. The guards seem to. They've got pretty good guards there, so mm. um, yeah, not sure. Run us, run us through yeah. who's leading the guards. Yeah, so we've got Kyrie uh, leading the guards. Um, they're for, at two hundred mil uh, behind two hundred, two two million. <laughs> we'll go. We'll give him a few more votes. Yeah, I said to dictate it. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this so, is your fault, <laughs> Joe Biden. We're we're vaccinated over four hundred and fifty million Americans. <laughs> Joe, the population is three hundred and thirty. Yeah. He did say, <laughs> I have dementia." <laughs> yeah. I'm an old man. Stop uh, putting me in front of the microphone. Yeah, let's talk about sport. <laughs> sport. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, uh, 1.6 mil, uh, followed by James Harden at 1.1 mil, mm. and uh, Jalen Brown uh, sitting there at one mil. Drops off a little bit with Trey Young, 790,000. Yeah. So, so for me, this is where it's really up in the air because because Kyrie mm. probably deservedly. Should be should be the point in this. You, you, mm. We spoke about Donovan fucking putting up seventy one points during the week. Pretty hard to leave him out, but uh, you know that the way that Harden's been playing, the the way that Trey Young's been playing on mm-hmm. a on a team that has struggled a little bit. Yep. Does that come into it? Um, yeah, it's it's a little bit more interesting there. Yeah. yeah. Next fan update next week. Yes. So they twelfth. Twelfth. Yeah. Yeah. That'll do for the NBA for this week, yep. which means we got to talk about the on the Esky final round. <laughs> UFC two eight three still just under a month away. Yeah, twenty third, I think it is. 
That's Volk, Volk Markachev, isn't no, it? No, it's not. That's, oh, that's 284. That's 284. That's the final one. Who's 283? Yeah, great question. Uh, I think they'll probably kick off the marketing for that very, very shortly. Um, oh, that's Glover and uh, Jamal Hill? Yes, yep. in, and, Bru- and, in oh, Brazil. And Figgy and Moreno 4. Yes, so it's in Brazil. So <laughs> so, so we, we've spoken about this on the podcast before. Is it a quadrology? Like, I think it's it- both. Like it could be either or. You, you, the, the, the word is um, like the quadrology. Um, what was the other one? There was another one we've used. Uh, but the, they all mean the same thing. You can use yeah. it. Or, yeah, it's for- Yes. Fourth fourth matchup, which has never happened as a title not, fight. Not, well, well, hasn't, well, ha- hasn't happened hasn't at happened all in the UFC. In the yeah. UFC. No one's fought each other four times, three times, many a time. Mm-hmm. Um, four a fold. Yes, that sounds yeah. no good. No, no, I don't think this. Right. I think uh, it's. I think quadrology. Let's go with that. Yeah, yeah. I, I've I've definitely. I remember we googled this and looked it up. But anyway, mm. uh, but outside of that, that's still you know three weeks away. Yep, um, yep. So you know, not a lot happening in the UFC. Jimmy, can you find in the boxing the result on that tank fight um, whether it happened? Um, that was today. That was today. Um, and I suppose the elephant in the Davis room. Davis and Garcia. But, yeah, I guess the, the only real UFC news was over New Year's um, Dana White slapping up his missus. Um, he, he did cop one to start with and then he's returned serve. Um, but, yeah, at a, at a nightclub with his his wife. Um, I think they've been together. Long time, isn't it? 16 to 20 yeah. years. They've got a couple of kids. Like, yeah, they've been together for a long time. And, mm. um, yeah. So far, technically it's assault. Like, it is a chargeable offence if but you really did want she, to. But did she no. press charge? Of course not. Um, she also threw one first. So he could do it. <laughs> that's, that's always what's got me undone in yeah. <laughs> on a footy field. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but it's it's just not a great look because, you know, Dana's a big yeah, dude. Sure. Yeah. He, he's on the special, you know, secret source. Allegedly. Allegedly. allegedly um, definitely. Um, <laughs> that Icarus documentary could have been about Dana. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's, he's um, – Yes, definitely probably on some sauce. but um, Allegedly. Uh, they'd been heavily drinking and they just obviously had a disagreement and got into it. Not a great look. No, So my point, no formal charges or anything like that. In Denver, in Denver, oh, my God, in Denver. Fuck me, not in Denver. In Denver? I was like, oh, it happened in Colorado. Uh, no, a- altitude Denver, sickness no. perhaps. No, it didn't. The, <laughs> the Denver, cold weather. You know, I can't say it. <laughs> it won't bruise in up Denver, so much. Endeavor is the parent is the company that owns the UFC now that, that, that they oh, sold okay. to. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it hasn't been a formal statement, I believe, from them yet. They're discussing what they do because Dana doesn't own the UFC anymore. He sold out. He's now the CEO. He runs uh, it. So, so, he, so he's an employee? Yeah. So when they sold it for billions of dollars, mm. um, he's, he made like $400 million, but he's now technically an employee. But he is still the face of the UFC. So yeah, big time. Nothing, I think, official from them yet on whether what's going to happen there or not. Uh, but it'll be interesting times. But yes, Dana have been a bit naughty um, mm. over the holiday period, um, and yeah, he and his wife have got a few things to sort out. Interesting, isn't it? Obviously, can't condone that that behaviour. But the the camera phone here, it fucking it, yeah, yeah, it changes things. Mm. Yeah, well, probably in in a nightclub, soon be hitting your misses. Oh, and, you know, shouldn't be throwing hands back and forth between no two of you. No. Uh, and Jake Paul, what's going on with that fucking loser? Well, if we get if we switch into the boxing world, <laughs> nah, actually, sorry, Jake Paul, I'll still fight you for a million. Let's yeah. <laughs> uh, did you get that boxing result yet? Uh, um, yes, uh, Davis won uh, in the ninth round um, over Garcia. TKO over Garcia. Um, 
So is he... He couldn't see. Ooh. Um, couldn't see? Swallowed through his eyes, yeah. Nice. Well, you don't see um, out of anything else, I guess. I think he's... <laughs> is he unifi- yeah, is he unified now? I think he might have all the belts. So that was probably the biggest boxing match um, at the moment uh, for world title contention. Uh, if you flip side, if we're talking the YouTube boxes, the two main stories out of that. So Jake Paul signed with PFL, which is maybe one FC is – well, actually, no, it's probably Bellator, one FC, and then PFL. As yeah, they, like four. As kind of, yeah, it's yeah, the competitors mm-hmm. to, to UFC. So Jake Paul signed with them and he's called out Nate Diaz um, uh, in his like signing video uh, promotion for PFL, uh, which interesting, he signed with PFL, which is mixed martial arts. Mm. Like um, mm. uh, promotion, uh, so he's going to have to learn how to do grappling. Yeah, and Diaz is great take in jiu-jitsu. So, so yeah. the the offer, I guess, for Diaz is let's have a boxing match mm. um, soonish, you know, in the next couple of months, um, and then six months later we'll have a MMA match. Mm. So, um, some chat a little bit there. Ben Askren being asked questions like, "Hey, do you want to have a?" MMA fight now with Jack Paul, considering you know he stanched you, but mm. uh, do you want to wrestle him for, for fifteen minutes, kind of thing? <laughs> was he interested? He's like, yes, but you know my contract with UFC, I'm kind of uh, frozen. I am semi-retired, like I yeah. don't really want to bother it. Plus, you know, I got knocked the fuck out, so yeah, but it's comple- not, it's not, but it's completely different. I know, now. but for selling, why Jack Paul's not going to do that? He's trying to make millions, and it's it's not a great great look. Um, and then on the other side, Dildo Dennis um, has pulled out of his fight with KSI, um, it, which he should be now, now known as for forever. The, um, <laughs> a lot of people have gone in on him. Uh, Mike Bisman's video on going in on Dylan's been great. Um, you know, he hasn't fought in months and um, really kind of just been talking shit, um, having more, I guess, street fights, turning up to conferences and trying to smack people and um, – Build hype, uh, but when push came to shove, he pulled out of this. So interesting. I think KSI had the Woodley fight done deal, um, but the Dil- Dildo Downers, I'm just going to call him that. <laughs> Dildo Downers fight was, um, you know, came up and they had the history there with him and Jake. Jake and him had gone back and forth. So, you know, the reason, you know, the, we have these notes of Jake Paul and KSI, that's the history trajectory that we're trying to work towards mm-hmm. is them coming uh, eventually to a boxing boxing fight um, eventually. But, you know, they couldn't have a common component uh, opponent here for KSI. So on the other side he's gone with Face Temper uh, who has fought on his Misfits cards multiple times. Um, who, the, who the fuck is that guy? Well, he's <laughs> big on YouTube. He's got two mil subs. Um, uh, he's part oh of Phase. <laughs> 1.99 mil more than us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, he's part of the Phase clan, you know, mm. same as Calamari's in that kind of uh, area. In that section of the YouTube as part of that phase brand. So, so run me through it again. Uh, not 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 well versed in in this uh, section. Yes. Uh, so he's a YouTuber, but he can he can throw. Hands. He can. He's had. I think he's had three um, fights already on um, Misfits. You know, Misfits is KSI's boxing promotion, so out of the UK mm-hmm. for building out up. You know, UK UK YouTube fighters. Um, so Tampa's had – he's been on the card I think at least three times. He's had a couple of knockouts in mm-hmm. there as well. He's a pretty tall man as well. He's um, – KSI is just under six foot at 5'11", mm. um, whereas Tampa's probably more your height, more like a – I think he's more like a 6'2", six, 6'3", six, guy. So My height? Yeah, you're well, not quite there. You're six, 
boorish in a bit, depending on where you, you point your nose. So. <laughs> <laughs> if my tiny calves can raise me up a little bit higher. Yeah, well, we'll put some fat in them and it might give you an extra inch of height as well. You know. We'll add some of the heels too. Um, do you have a height there, Jimmy, looking at it? 6'4". 6'4", there Reach advantage, yeah. Yeah, so he's going to be a much bigger guy and then mm. KC, KSI reach size. So be interesting. Um, you know, I've saw some of KSI stuff because Dylan's uh, Southpaw, so he's been practicing uh, yeah. Southpaw mm-hmm. religiously, doing lots of rounds. He's in great shape. Was probably the reason why Dylan pulled out because he's was supposedly struggling with weight and struggling with uh, training. Mm-hmm. Um, so not a great way to go into a potential boxing match, mm. um, especially a big one sold out um, for these misfits um, uh, promotion cards that they do. So. We have to see what it looks like. That's on the 14th of January, so that's uh, a week, week yeah. away. So we'll see what happens there as, as a result. But, yeah, that's probably the biggest news boxing-wise at the moment. So we'll see, you know, KSI, big win here. Again, then he probably needs uh, maybe that Woodley fight gets back on there. Good result there. Then we're talking Jake Paul end of the year kind of conversation. Mm-hmm. We'll see. So I think, I think by all accounts the KSI-Jake Paul – Fight should happen this year. That's, I think, the plan from both camps. So we'll see. And if not, if it doesn't happen, it's probably because one of these guys will get knocked out, which will be great viewing for everyone else. There's been a lot of people just kind of waiting. I wanted one of these YouTube <laughs> morons to, to cut one. But oh, well, cr- credit where credit's due. They've, uh, they've, they've, the they've milk, milked a, a kind of quiet period in, in boxing. You yeah. Know, yeah. If it wasn't for the heavyweights. Yeah, the so. yeah see, do, do a search on KSI and get – Get his rig up there for Peppy. He's, oh, no, he's no. like, he's forgot, you know, for, for we say YouTube, but they're, at least, they're legit. Like, they're legit like, taking I, it seriously. Like, yeah. And the, the Paul brothers, uh, I wouldn't, like, I know we joke, but uh, yeah, I, I would not like to, to no. step in a ring, w- ring with, with either of not them. Not at all. Like, they've, they've definitely been training the house down, getting into great shape. They've, you know, maybe the technique is not where it is with the, the top. Well, champions, mm. but they're, they're amateurs trying to learn that and um, putting that effort forward. So, Jake Paul's an interesting one because it, he's mm. like, he's starting to get into the conversation of a legitimate boxer. <laughs> like, yeah. like, if he wasn't in the YouTube realm mm-hmm. and he was just purely a, a boxer, yep. you'd be like, oh, that, that guy's actually not too bad. Yes, agree. Mm. Interesting. There's been chat about Floyd wants to fight this year. Um, there's probably a little bit of our unfinished business between him and Jake Paul from mm. the, the Logan fight. So, mm. you know, there's, there's options um, for Jake there um, to make fuckloads of money while building his <laughs> boxing career. Mm. Do either of these guys ever f- fight for an actual world title? Maybe not these guys. I, I, I don't want to say that there will never be a you know, YouTube star that kind of converts and, you know, through mm. those promotions that they've built uh, ends up, Becoming like a legitimate boxer, there's nothing to say that they won't find someone that yeah, but, has that talent. But, but why would you? Yeah, true. If you if you've got millions of people watching you on YouTube, you, like general generally speaking, elite combat, you know, uh, ma- mi- like mixed martial artists, you know, fighting the, generals, not great for your health, <laughs> but <laughs> not great for your health, but also the the motivation. Yeah. You, you look at guys that are elite in the UFC. Not many of them are fucking, you know. Coming out of, of wealth and silver spoons and the rest yeah. of it. Most of them come out of favelas and fucking broken families and, and the rest of it. Yeah, a lot, a lot of motivation is a big part of it. But mm. then 
you know, sometimes motivation comes from an ego spot spot and, you know, yeah. some of these YouTubers are like the Paul Brothers again. There's, yeah. a, there's a lot of like alpha, you know, egotistic part of it mm. which kind of then drives them, you know, motivates them. So yeah, not, not, not all of them are like that but no. there's definitely, no. you know, there's, there's different ways to be motivated and these guys have got it. They've capitalised on it, making bucket loads of money uh, essentially in their spare time outside of um, the YouTube world. So, mm. yeah, it's, you know, all, all power to them. Um, yeah, Peps wants to fight you, so um, hit us up in the DMs. Two, two mil. Yeah, easy, <laughs> easy done. Inflation, no. You suck, suck cock for less, but anyway. <laughs> Not on the internet. <laughs> true, true, true. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's, talk, let's talk tennis and golf, uh, the, the best segue in podcasting uh, from fighting. Uh, to, to tennis and golf, mm-hmm. the Australian Open, my favourite time of the year in terms of the tennis, tennis. arena, yep. um, is is in a week. Uh, mm-hmm. Big news out of uh, out of Spain with Carlos Alcaraz. Is he nineteen? Is he twenty? He's he's pulled out with an injury. Um, he's, okay. he's been lighting lighting up the the world in terms of his tennis ability. So he won't be here. However, Novak Djokovic. Uh, Daniil Medvedev and the other Russians will be here. So uh, it's interesting, isn't it, the the difference that a year makes and yep. people were – out in the country? Well, people were dying on hills last year, weren't they? Was it they? last year or before? I can't remember. It was last year. It was yeah. last year. You know, he's not vaccinated. He's a piece of shit, blah, blah, blah. Actually, I think I saw with him and uh, Kyrgios playing a doubles match together. Pooh, perhaps uh, I did not see. No, I did not see. Was, not not in the Australian Open, like in a warm up event. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Obviously, playing. tennis. Uh, you know, hands on hearts. Not our forte. I'll let him figure out if if we actually that was truth or not. But anyway, it's I don't know. I think it's a bit interesting how how uh, fickle uh, some of these these rulings are. You know, mm. in terms of a year. Obviously, it's a sports podcast, not a fucking. Politics podcast, uh, but but looking forward to to what's going to happen in the Oz Open. We yep. saw uh, the Demon Alex Demonor uh, beating uh, Nadal uh, mm-hmm. this week. So can he continue that form through? How's Nick Kyrgios going to go? You know, after making a, a Wimbledon final this year, and you know, we talk about egos and yep. and how that how that plays into things. How how will he perform? Uh, you know. Given all the scrutiny and, and media pressure that he gets, and obviously all the talent in the world, mm-hmm. and uh, and how's a how's a, a women's a ladies um, tournament going to look without Ash Barty? Ooh, Ash Barty, who announced this week yeah. that she will be she's expecting, yes. she's yeah. expecting a little one, yeah, little tennis shoes there mm-hmm. on her Insta. Yeah. Uh, so so congrats to to the Barty family, and and hopefully everything runs smoothly there. But. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it kind of has a bit more of a feel about it, I suppose, this year with a few of those big dogs being back. Obviously, Alcaraz is going to be a star in the future, uh, but he's not quite there yet. Uh, and you know, hopefully, he he recovers well from from this injury. But uh, it feels like you know, with 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 Djokovic back, and obviously Medvedev was here last year, but but didn't play throughout the a lot of the the Grand Slams last year. Yeah. Um, you know, due to things completely out of his control. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Mm-hmm. And golf is back, baby. The PGA is back after after you know f- close to a right, month. Right. Month. Who cares hiatus. about the PGA? It's with the, where's live? <laughs> where's live golf? Adelaide, Adelaide, live golf. Cam Smith, let's go. Uh, but they're in Hawaii. I think Colin Murakawa was playing very well mm-hmm. last I saw. Uh, those courses look elite. Boys trip one day, five hundred dollar green fees. Might need to work that out. Mm, yes. <laughs> Uh, we'll to figure it out. Yeah. Mm. I think that'll do us. Mm. Did you get that answer? Yeah. 
Do you mean? Uh, oh, on the tennis, yeah. yeah. So Kiros dropped um, some sort of image or hint post mm. on Instagram about wanting to uh, play doubles with okay. him, with um, Novak, but I think they're talking about doing some sort of exhibition match yeah. um, leading into because Kyrgios has pulled out of the last couple of events. So funny, like obviously these guys are, you know, they're all mates essentially, and mm. but with the whole vaccine thing and and Novak hosting tournaments where yeah. everyone got COVID, and and Nick yeah. was quite outspoken in, in terms of um, yeah well, being being critical of that. Well, Jack is also the player association president, wasn't he? For yeah, well, I, I wonder how much the, do they say on Twitter is just you know yeah for, might, for the masses and yeah, they're burying and, the yeah. hatchet publicly yeah. and then yeah. You know, they still want to uh, beat each other on the court. They're still wanting to win this bloody um, tournament. Like they mm. want to be champions. So, mm. so. But that will the, well, it's perfect timing. Like it's it's a week before the Australian Open. It's got everyone talking about it. It's great press. So yeah, yeah. Would love to have you on the Esky and mediate. You know, a little conversation between you guys. No, nah, you can come on the Esky and go off on Joker. We'd be happy for it. <laughs> I would probably bitch it. <laughs> I say, no, that's so nice to meet you. Do you, you speak four languages, do you? Oh, can we talk about your career? <laughs> All right, boys, uh, that will do us. Happy 2023. We're back, baby. Let's hope that everyone has a great 2023. 2020, pretty dud. 2021, confusing. 22, getting there. Getting there, a few personal accomplishments. Yeah. Uh, let's yeah. let's hope that 2023 bodes well for everyone that's uh, that's tuned in. Uh, whether you're on the tools back this week or still sitting on your ass and sitting on the dunny, yeah, you're yeah. probably not listening to us if that's the case. Uh, but thank you uh, to anyone that's this deep in the potty. We will see you next week. Next mm-hmm. week, yeah. I believe. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah we'll, we'll talk NFL playoffs. Mm-hmm. Mm. We'll talk the first week of the Australian Open um, and, and the usual sort of jibber-jabber that, that um, you know, pertains to this podcast. That's it. Righto. Thanks, lads. Thanks, we'll see boys. you next week. Have a good one. Bye.